Is this on? Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh my gosh, man. When? Let's go. <laughs> I'm yo, I'm what's actually up, hyped. I'm actually hyped as hell right now, man. Listen, we back to the bare bones. We'll be back nonetheless, damn it. No cooldown. We finally made it to episode one. Technically, we're going to call Absolutely. this one. We're just going to do the full reboot. We're going to do the full reboot. It's episode one of the No Cooldown podcast. No Cooldown. We're here. When easy. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm feeling pretty good. How are you, Trip? How are you feeling after uh, after the festivities yesterday? Oh, I'm... I'm in a conflicted little mood, man. We're going to get into it. But, like, I, I slightly conflicted. There was some good stuff there in, 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 the, in the game, which we'll get to uh, in a later bit. But, like, there was some shit that didn't really need to be there. So, I'm like, <laughs> uh, it was it was a cool, you know, it was it was a cool little one this year. I feel like it wasn't as top-heavy as other years were in the past, which is surprising. There's, there was eight of them now. They said it on the show, and I was like, eight years? Where the, where the, yeah. where the, where did yeah. the time go? Where did the yeah. time go? But... Uh, it was still a decent show, so we're gonna give it as just do and talk about it. The but I uh, gotta go back and get a full intro for those that do not know. Welcome to No <laughs> yeah, Cool Down, right. man. We 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 doing a full on thing, man. We are back and kicking. Shout outs to everybody that's coming through. Uh, whether you're listening to this on uh you know some recording on some podcast app that will be coming very soon, or you listen to this live, this is on YouTube, listen to a snippet. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am here. My name is that man trip. If y'all do not know me, I am the leader of the hyperbolic trip chamber. Be doing it live. And next to me, I have my podcast contributing partner for no cool down the bodega baron himself. One half of Wotaku channel. When easy is in the building. Yes, sir. Thank yes, you, thank sir. you, thank you. I, I appreciate it. everybody needs to stop clapping. It's, it's not, okay. no, 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 keep clapping. No, keep clapping. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. It, i'm happy to be here i'm happy to be a part of this this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of fun this is gonna be a lot of fun i'm i'm it's very very happy that you're that you're with us man like it's gonna be it's gonna be a dope ass experience and i can't wait to say see this thing change and like like i was already thinking in my head like too many future forward thoughts of like yo how many guests <laughs> we gonna have in this bitch like how many like how, how different is the show gonna look from now like right now we're getting me back to bare bones but like it's gonna look radically different in a month in two months to six months to a year i just can't wait to get just put in the work talk about all this stuff from games to media and i i i wouldn't think you know what i'm saying of a better person to bring into the fold you know what i'm saying with me and king and this whole operation than you and easy so i let mm -hmm. ah, I'm, I'm excited bro i'm excited i'm excited it's only it's only up from here it's only up absolutely absolutely so ah, without further ado man you want to you, you ready to get into it man I, I i was born ready i'm excited born ready let's get it let's get it so the first topic of today in damn that was fast news netflix has officially canceled the live action adaptation of the classic anime series cowboy bebop after its debut season and cliffhanger ending it was met with some conflicting reception online and more of a lukewarm response in viewership across the lifetime of the project since release, which was pretty short. So uh, we just want to get right into the weeds and, and, and just, you know, get into it. When how do you feel about this, man? One season, nine episodes, nine, ten episodes so, canceled. So Cowboy Bebop is actually one of my brother's favorite animes of all time. Um, slander me, if you will. I have actually not finished it. I'm on episode like 22 of 26 but i i no enjoy it it is it is a, it is a bit of a slow burn for me i'm so used to like mm -hmm. because i'm so used to like the action-packed stuff like uh like my hero and things like that mm -hmm. 
that it's like a whole different tempo. So I, I like I really love taking my time with it. Um, when I watched maybe 15 to 20 minutes of the first of the live action, I completely did not feel the same vibe I felt in the anime. And I was like, I don't even got to finish this episode. This isn't making it far. I don't know who's asking for live action anime. I just don't like if if the problem with anime is the fact that it's animated. Um, I just don't feel like bringing real people into the fold is going to change your your bias on that. Like you're not going to like One Piece just because it's a real person on the screen. You're going to think it's whack. <laughs> like it just does, it just doesn't work. And we keep making them, I guess. <sighs> it's it's honestly like wild to me. Now, I I will go on record right now. At this point, I have not watched the show one because I'm working. I'm I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the real world doing <laughs> shit. I got a nine to five, damn it. So I haven't been able to get my hands on it. And two, I'm apprehensive too, man. Like again, Cowboy Bebop is up there for me. It's one of my favorite series. Like caught it late on Toonami and stuff like that when I was a kid, and I'm drawn to that hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm very, I'm very like. I guess partial to that series because again it's one of my favorites combines a lot of different elements and stuff that i like in the world like i listen to like jazz songs from the seat belts and stuff like that all the time because of this show like it go it runs deep with me so seeing that i really wanted it to be successful in the in the sake in the sake of like you know it's it's my one of my favorite series so i wanted to do well but i knew in the back of my head it's live action it's a live action adaptation and you already know what comes with it it's it's, it's just gonna not hit as much bro it's just like the translation from animation to the actual real like a real screen a real like you know live camera recording there's so much things get lost in between the lines there's certain things you know just about the way people move the way people act the, the characterization in you know the actual build from uh, you know how they actually voice lines are like you know steve blum and stuff like that to john Cho. like there's a lot of differences and the things that might have made it really cool and really like you know itself i feel like it got maybe a bit muddied uh, as as people tried to kind of like portray it you know I, I again i haven't watched it yet but i can already guess that some things that they tried to go for and they tried to give you know like love letters to to the fans and stuff like that it was it was there in intention but not in execution and that's just the the nature of the the project in general like if you're doing a whole you know a whole live action adaptation to it you're going to run the risk of not being up to par with that level of, you know, the quality and that this is the intrinsic spirit of a series that you're trying to, you know, adapt. And, you know, Cowboy Bebop fell victim to this. But I, 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 I'm, I'm like, damn. One hand, I'm like, that's tough, bro. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to get my take on it. And on the other hand, I'm like, thank God they canceled that, bro. I didn't want to see him do it too further, bro. Thank God. <laughs> thank goodness bro let that be a warning i'm thinking like yo listen can this be i see this as one of two different things one this is definitely like netflix like yo if nothing is on squid game level of success uh, by expectation nigga you're cut you're out of here bro they're doing you like 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 lebron or rdc skip bro you're cut you're going to another team like they're getting you out of there like out the paint very very fast and i feel like that's a little bit uh impatient and a little bit short-sighted by uh you know netflix in the long run if you have shows you know that are really good but then they get cut out because it maybe is not that consistent viewership if you build something in, into a really great franchise and it doesn't it might not have the, the you know the critical not, not the critical claim it might not have like the popular acclaim you know at first but it grows into something then you're building a stronger catalog overall but if you're cutting stuff at the kneecap just because it had one you know what i'm saying one bad season I, I i feel like in the long run 
that's where other other people and other you know platforms start to creep in with series that they show and love and a lot of care for and you know that that might spell bad for netflix in some cases maybe not maybe it will but i feel like it's just it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth that they they do this more often than not like you know what i'm saying like they don't give yeah. certain series like the the time of day to really grow there was one series about um like um it was like djs and spinning and stuff like that in the bronx oh in the 80s oh my god the get down the, the get, get down. down thank you they canceled the get down i was like yo how do you cancel that how do you get rid show. of that, that was a, good a show. really good show that was a really good show and netflix just cuts it out and i'm just like yeah. yo bro there's y- y- you gotta let you know what I'm you gotta let the flower grow a little bit if you want to you know no, take I, care in the case of cowboy bebop i'm like damn this shit wasn't hidden oh well fair is <laughs> fair you know what i'm saying but i'm saying in terms of netflix properties and original adaptations or original series or whether it be adaptation or not netflix has to really have a little bit more vision and believe in some of these projects and let them stand on you know on their own for longer than you know what a, a month or two a month or two after release yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even long like it, w- it, it released in november like 20 no, I was, yeah like, like the 19th, 19th right the 19th yeah the 19th it's not, it, it hasn't, hasn't even been, been it hasn't even been a month and they say yeah bro yeah. I, I gotta slide dog. y'all gotta slide like uh, <laughs> another thing too is like they're working on a live piece uh live not like live action one piece now do you think that them canceling this before it even been out for a month? Do you think this is going to affect the production of that live action show? Because they're, they're, they never, they didn't cancel mm-hmm. the One Piece one, and they just announced the cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it, this is this is the this is the funniest thing. Like that was that was actually the next point I was going to get to. Like this is a real big warning shot to all these other live action pieces. I'm like, yo, the writing to me has been on the wall. Like when you, there's certain thing, there are certain series, uh, and I think we have talked about this before. When actually you were a guest on the previous iteration of this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Shall not be named because we keep keeping it pushing, but you know, uh, we talked about this, man. It's like there are some series that are just, you know, they have that natural inclination to be adapted. Like, okay, you can adapt, you know, like uh, Tokyo Revengers. Like that, that somewhat could be adaptable. I feel like that's closer to it, or Jujutsu Kaisen compared to another series like a One Piece. Like there's some elements that are more you know more prone to being adapted and could be a better fit on the screen than others when you're looking at something like one piece when you're looking at yu yu Hakusho, which is also a live action in the pipeline when you're looking at a live action gundam that is in the pipeline and how those series yeah. are set up as from an art style from a story style from you know a place in history style they are very very big franchises bro they're very very like like established and they have their own spirit and essence to them adapting them is a really big leap and honestly it, it's a slippery slope you have a very thin tightrope to walk when you're live adapting pieces of this scale and size across the world and if you put one foot wrong you're you're gone you're gonna get that's canceled after three weeks <laughs> you know so I, it's, it's it's tough it's tough I just like I just don't think Netflix has the facilities for it and not even like <laughs> Netflix. I don't think I don't think anybody has a like you'd have to be like making a Marvel movie to to match the level that some of these animation studios go to to make some like some some of this art like it's really hard to to imitate this with real people and like it's just I just don't see it happening I just think that the mediums really need to stay we're trying to we're trying to mix two worlds that really just don't combine well like when we see like the show like Arrow which is like oh we you know comics are Mm -hmm. like Western mangas so it's Mm -hmm. like. You know, we're bringing that into where it's like, nah, but the thing about Arrow is that, that that show, one, now isn't even good. But two, it's a complete, it completely changed what's in the actual comic book. It's also mm-hmm. just a different, it's just a different medium. 
I just don't think that it, it translates well, mm-hmm. especially being made by an American company. I just don't think that tra- translates well at Facts. all either, because it's like we're Facts. we're getting Americans to make things that Americans didn't even make to begin with. Facts. I, and you, you, I, th- I feel like you're 100% right on that, bro. It's like it, it, there's just so many hoops you have to jump in the distance between. I, I feel like it's like. You know how like they'll say like oh yeah similar countries like who are geographically like close to each other they have they have you know more cultural nuances in common than people who are like mm-hmm. culturally distant geographically like yeah. you, like people in like USA and Canada will be like more culturally similar than like you USA and like you know Bulgaria or something like that right I feel like it's something with this if you have American companies you know large conglomerates and stuff like that Netflix is the big the big heads of the world and you taking a whole you know what I'm saying like you you taking a whole damn a uh, new property like this or uh, an established property from a whole other side of the world and you're going to break it down and make a new series out of it or remake it into, into like a western concept so many things are going to get lost especially from the people who've seen that series and know what it's about and know you know the general themes the little ins and outs of it how how it how it feels you're going to lose a lot of that in most cases because that's just how it is you know a lot of things get lost in translation to fit you know the western i guess you know conception of a a really blockbuster picture or a blockbuster series or whatever and that's where a lot of these adaptations you know go to die to be to be honest it's just uh again it's like two things that shouldn't really mix like like pineapples and pizza fight me yes yes i said it yes pineapples and pizza don't mix what what i only eat it because i'm hungry (laughs) <laughs> whatever <laughs> no i'll mess around but yeah no nah, it's 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 just that you know the the hoops you have to jump to get you know a piece that is so like like it's so good on its own like taking a one piece i don't it, you don't need to do anything except you know except make a movie from, from the same studio or team or whatever bro like it, it don't it doesn't need to be touched it doesn't yeah. need to be touched like certain things that are so good on its own they don't need to be meddled with and that's right also a part of western culture that doesn't really translate you know if it's not yours and it's good don't touch it but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast that we don't even <laughs> do right now but <laughs> in, in terms of uh you know bringing it back to bebop man in terms of that it's just again fell victim to the cycle just fell victim to the cycle i i, I, uh, I wanted it to be good like we i think I, th- I don't think anybody ever wants a show to be bad like we all nobody wanted, we all wanted us another season but it's just it's just not in the cards it seems again if you if you're specifically hunting for a show to be bad, like why are you watching anything to be honest? Yeah, like that, that, that's, that's kind of crazy. Weird negativity. Facts. But the fact that, you know, you have to face the, you know, the facts of the situation and seeing the track record of almost every adaptation from, you know, eastern eastern origin uh, onto the west or from video games into a yeah, even just video games into, you know, the movie frame from medium to medium within the same region or within the same culture. They usually don't go well. We're only just now seeing some like adaptations of quality after years and years of attempts. And that's yeah. just within, you know, Western to Western or stuff that was heavily westernized to the point where they could just easily, you know, plug and play into a movie format. Yeah. It's it's just so many hoops that you have to jump. And, you know, again, Bebop Bebop fell short on this one, man. You know, but I said it at the beginning. I literally I was so nervous to, like for this joint to be good or bad. And I was like, all right, listen, keep my expectations low and whatever happens happens so word to spike speak whatever happens happens and it definitely happens so rest in peace cowboy bebop live action we hardly knew ye 
I'm gonna I'm a watch you at some point, maybe. Maybe not, because I got canceled. So, like, my will to watch that shit. <laughs> and now you're just like, damn, do I even, do I even spend yeah. the time on it? I'm, I'm, about to re, I'm about to rewatch the old series. <laughs> Hold yeah, on, they're like, yeah, on Netflix. I'm about to go rewatch that, man. I don't even need that, bro. Y'all got it. Y'all got it, man. I don't even need it. All right, so that's enough on Bebop for the day. We're going to move on to the next one. Oh, yeah, baby. Breaking, breaking news. Some of the best news I heard this week. Not um and holy hell this game is actually still going on news gta online has announced a new story drop update entitled the contract which centers around franklin from the main campaign of 2013 damn 2013 nigga. oh uh as he runs uh as he runs his own celebrity solutions agency years down the line after uh was it lincoln depository heist whatever 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 you want to call it and uh as well as chat yeah they have that celebrity solutions agency as well as a chase to find unreleased music from dr dre himself as his phone has fallen into the wrong hands so yeah huh? come on this is this is this is moving some things this is moving the dial huh Man, go on you know like it's <laughs> it, it's just like i don't even know like every time when I saw that, I had so many questions and none of them were about the actual expansion. My first question was like, that's actually Dr. Dre. And Literally. The question was like, Dr. Dre is like, Dr. Dre sold beats for like half a billion dollars. So he oh, he has like $500 million, right? How much do you pay somebody who's worth $500 million to be a voice actor? How much money did Rockstar pay for this? And does this mean, well, how does this affect all the other games we've been waiting for? You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like is that why they were pushing the definitive edition because they had to pay the Dr. Dre bill? Cuz I don't know if I don't know if it was worth. Unless Dr. Dre himself was like, "Yo, I really want to be a part of GTA." Then that's cool. But if I'm paying this out of well, like if if my shark guard like shark card money is paying this, I'm going to be a little tight. Motherfucker, I never thought of it like this, bro. What is going on? That's what I was, that's what you I you paid off Dr. Dre with definitive editions of a day of the damn uh, classic trilogy, bro. Oh my god! I'm just saying, like, it's it's just like how much money was this worth? And like, that's could wild. These resources have been used for something better, bro. They dead ass. They dead ass. Like, paid a whole like boatload to get Dr. Dre in a game, there's bro. There's no way he did it for, like, there's just no way it wasn't a and lot And they have his track in there. They have new, mu the actual new music from Dr. Dre in there. So the fact that they paid him, whatever they paid him was a ridiculous sum. And you're probably right. That definitely took away a lot of, of, of traction from other series that they may be working on. Like, what the hell? No wonder they soon It Takes Two. No wonder Take Two get trying to get them out of here. Rockstar and, uh, and Take Two trying to get them all out of here, bro. They trying to collect. They penny pinching. They penny pinching, bro. This is ridiculous. The bill has come due. The bill has come due. Y'all don't, don't know. Look. I'm. Wow. I don't like. Anytime I look at GTA, um, I think about 5M, and that's really about it. Like, I don't, I don't think mm. about anything other than GTA RP. Yeah. I don't feel like grinding GTA. There's just really, nope. there's no point in GTA besides like being toxic, and I just don't have fun just flying around blowing stuff up. So like, I don't know. I, cool, I, cool story update. I wish it was on like the single player. I wish they facts. did that. I, I thought I, I at first I thought it was actually like just a regular single player update. Like, oh shoot, it's years later. That's kind of crazy. Like, oh my gosh. I would have been yeah. so like good with that, but it's GTA Online, and then they want people going all over the city with this stuff. So I'm like, I'm 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 good, bro. I'm I'm good. I don't need this, bro. Yeah. Why did you invest so much money on this when you could be working on GTA Six? GTA Five is literally eight years old. This joint is almost mm -hmm. ten. It's almost a decade old. Like you gotta be kidding me, bro. 
at yeah. some point, y'all gotta re- like turn y'all head to something else. Give us Bully too. Give us GTA Six. Yeah. Give us something else. I'm tired. Niggas don't want to build bases no more, bro. Oh like, my. We could. You guys could remaster the Warriors. There's so many good games the that Warri- they made, and they, and they they just kind of just like. Once, once GTA Online made the money, that's the thing. Is like, I really, we, I think Facts. every GTA fan wanted GTA Online to be good, but not this out. good, not in like, the way no, this yeah, good. I, I, I wish, I wish it was never this good because, like, we kind of got, we kind of lost a lot of good single player content, mm. so that we could like buy casinos, I guess, and like wait for the for the progress bar to go up enough. Like, it's, I played them. I played almost every single expansion because I want it to be good, and I yeah. want single player content even if it's online single player content but mm-hmm. you just can't run a drug company when you're by yourself and everybody else in the lobby has robot cars that have missile launchers like it's just not like, going to be fun you ride on a bicycle and stuff like that just trying to hang or whatever do something stupid and niggas come through with jets down down grove street just <laughs> like you're like what are you trying to do here bro like, like it, i'm good man i'm just gonna go play i'm just gonna play like something else i don't it's just <laughs> i i you everybody i think we all miss having a single player gta game i think everybody can agree on that yes. i feel like that and that's why people were really like flocking to you know the, the remasters and stuff like that or just like yeah, so look heavily how much look how <laughs> much care they put into that facts they was I, really... I wanted that for my switch i was like why wouldn't i want to play the old super the old uh grand theft autos on my switch yeah. like when i'm going anywhere like that sounds like a great time and they were just like oh it sucks and i'm like what, yeah. what are we even doing? I was, I was, I was really like waiting in the wings to pick that up if it was solid. Like I was excited. I was actually excited when I saw that announced. Cause I was like, "Yo, bro, mm-hmm. like this is stuff I saw my older brother play. This is stuff I got into when I had the chance. Like, yo, like this is bread and butter GTA. This is the goats right here. It looks here. cool. It looks great. Like, like I'm like, yo, it's it's there. And then they they show up like that. You know what I'm saying? Character models looking all weird. The the the, the texture's not good. The glitches and all that. And then. You turn around like three weeks later and you putting a full fledged Dr. Dre model in there. Like, nigga, bro, like there's 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 a limit to this, bro. Like, come on now, Rockstar. Y'all gotta get it together, bro. Like, there's a I understand like y'all revenue producing and y'all your mind is on revenue producing activities and projects, but at some point y'all gotta like bro, grow up. Yeah, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> come on, we got things to do, bro. Facts. Like that's what it feels like. It's just like, all right, bro, like like we get it we get mm-hmm. it we, we have gta online is a thing that's great and we can, you, can we go on can we keep going facts i'm not i'm not trying to have no like you know in-game shootouts with gangs and stuff like that and role play nobody if that's your bag cool but there's there's already been that sell by date where i've done everything i wanted to do in gta i don't i don't yeah. care for it i don't care for it anymore like it it, it lost its luster about like what 20 2014 15 which is still a good run it's like two two three years of like solid oh. i'm still around playing gta with people that was solid but i in in the, in the in the grand scheme of things for rockstar i'm like yo you gotta y'all gotta stop cash grabbing and really get to it get to the crux of what people want like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna make your money back if, if you make what people want like you know you don't have to push everything back to 2028 you know what I'm saying? When asteroids start hitting the earth nonstop. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. y'all GTA 6 bully too. Where y'all at? What happened? We're dying. Yeah. You yeah. could have just started a while ago, but you know, Rockstar gonna be Rockstar. Mm-mm, man. Uh-uh. Ridiculousness. 
All right, man. Enough of that GTA news, man. Get that, get that bullshit out of there. Let's go to the trailer trove. I don't know why I named it this, but fuck it, I'm gonna name it this. <laughs> the trailer trove. If it is copyrighted, damn, we might get sued, but uh, I don't have no money for that, so I'll just give it up. But if it's not, we're taking it. Uh, we saw a couple of trailers, and I picked out three from this past week uh, for us to go over. First and foremost, the Peacemaker trailer. Peacemaker uh, is coming. Uh, to HBO Max, I believe in January of next year, it's gonna be a really, really, really funny watch from what I've seen so far in the reveals and everything. Again, Peacemaker based off of uh, you know John Cena's character and the DC character from the Suicide Squad movie that just released. He's getting his own spinoff, which is lovely because I believe he was like one of the most entertaining parts of the Suicide Squad film. Uh, when what you thinking about? How, how you feeling about this one? I I think John Cena is super underrated, and I'm happy that he's getting his flowers because he is actually a really funny actor, and I'm happy that people are starting to realize this. Uh, I'm excited for the show. I don't really watch too many TV superhero uh, mm. shows, so like I might give the first episode a go. Um, from here, by by the time this comes out, though, there's a good chance like I will probably have watched some because I do mm. plan on watching like. Um, the the marvel ones mm -hmm. so like I, I i'll probably give it a go because i yeah. i'm actually a bigger dc fan as of right now so it changes mm -hmm. but like right now i'm a bigger dc fan than i am a marvel fan mm -hmm. so like i would be down to give this a, a, a chance because it's it's a great actor and it's and he was hilarious in suicide squad like a 100 like bro i was annoying my sister like a motherfucker me and my little brother was going around the house like nonstop as we saw the movie he's like yo he's like i'm thorough just with the gun, with the finger gun out, I'm thorough. Like, this shit was, John Cena, honestly, to me, is very, like, he, he's, like, again, better, gets better and better, and he's, like, coming to his own with, like, that comedic, like, bag of performance, and he just shines. He just shines in this role. Peacemaker was, like, it was, like, high-key built for him, and I feel like it was made in such a way where, like, it just creates everything around. The supporting cast actually looks really, like, like funny and engaged, like, that it just looks like a really really interesting watch is going to be again something that we haven't gotten before it's not going to be the run of the mill story or you know any rehashes or anything like that it's going to be a nice offshoot that's going to be you know entertaining does a lot with the you know the DC universe and inner workings between suicide squads and what might be going on with Waller and stuff and you know stuff yeah. it's, it's the things around that nature and that, that that path of DC I'm very interested and I know I'm going to laugh my ass off so uh I, I i'm gonna say out of out of 5 interest rating uh i'm gonna say like 4 out of 5 definitely 4 out of 5 I am still pretty interested in this. When it when it drops, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. What you think? One out of five. What you? What I'm gonna you got give it? it. I'm gonna give it a three point five because it's like okay, okay. Four is something that I'll definitely check out. Three point mm -hmm. five is like if I if I am in the mood, mm -hmm. it, it can definitely get me. It, it will mm -hmm. definitely get me. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, peacemaker. We see you. We see you, John Cena. Uh, well, we don't see you, but you know what I'm saying. We see you. <laughs> yeah. we, you you get the gist, man. You get the gist, man, bro. <laughs> I'm about to say follow no cooldown pod on Twitter though, John. I see you following everybody out there. <laughs> follow us. I see you. <laughs> All right. Next up on the docket, we have the Morbius trailer. We saw some footage of Jared Leto as Morbius sending some soldiers to the gulag on the ship, and it was looking pretty decent, man. It was looking pretty good. I I can't lie. It was a solid one, man. How how do you feel about Morbius making his way? I I see, I saw it and I was like, like so and like i don't want to be disrespectful but like i if you're like i don't care for jared leto i guess <laughs> like everybody's like really excited for this like the only jared leto film i know of is uh suicide squad where he was the joker and Damn. i don't know how much control he had of that character but i didn't <laughs> like that character so when you say things like 
yo, Jared Leto, the method actor, is gonna be uh, Morbius. I'm kind of just like, I that's cool. Like, it's just, it's just, it's not. He's just not really reeling me in, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I, I can't even think of another movie outside of Suicide Squad where he was like, I was like, whoa, this is the guy, you know. So mm-hmm. like, Morbius, cool character in Spider Man, but like. The same way he was treated in like the spider-man tv show it was like mm. i like that he was in the spider-man show but like when he left the spider-man show i was like i cool i don't really need to care about him anymore like i'm just like he's mm-hmm. okay like i don't i don't know where they're gonna go with this i like i gotcha. like the, the concept of him as morbius mm-hmm. i don't know if he needs his own an entire uh movie because like we got the venom movies and like that one i'm like okay it's eddie brock it's different this is venom like this is mm-hmm. venom now this is like i don't think i can't think of a morbius like saga that really had me like clutching my pearls when i was reading spider-man you know <laughs> like I, it's it's cool like it's cool i get you i get you now i feel like for in terms of morbius i'm not again supremely like oh over the hill like yo this is the first thing that's getting to watch but I was glad that it looked the way it looked like it actually looks you know fairly gritty like looks decent yeah. And I'm interested just for the fact of what Morbius can introduce because you we know Blade is in the background somewhere down yeah. the line. So Blade is yeah. somewhere in the cut. And this movie could be a big placeholder for that side of things with, you know, with 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 Morbius, with Blade, with, like you know, in the Night Dweller, some of the darker concepts in the MCU. And that could be a good segue to pull that in as we go forward, uh, you know, what I'm saying with with different MCU plans or whatever phase we're on right now. That's yeah. what I'm most interested in right now. That that's definitely that because Morbius looks really cool. But I do want to yeah. see how he's gonna pull, you know, different fr- different franchises or different characters into the fray. Because I feel like that's what you know we're in the slew of movies now where that's what it's doing. Aside from Spider Man, um, no, no, including Spider Man, a lot of characters are gonna get and you know pulled into the fray in the MCU that we've never seen, you know, as of yet. And yeah. it's going to be a really, really cool watch to see how, you know, people get tied in, who gets tied in earlier, sooner rather than later, you know, what opens the lane for what. I haven't seen all the movies as of yet this fall. So, like, um, I haven't seen um, Shang-Chi yet. Whatever. Shoot me if you want. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to deflect it. I got 10 rings on me. Uh, let's see, what's it called? I haven't seen Eternals yet. I'm planning to do that either this weekend or next. And Spider-Man, I am seeing day one, which is coming. So I am seeing that. But... You know, what it feels like to me is like, you know, this is where we're kind of offering that platform for expansion. And Morbius, I feel like, is a decent movie to do that. It's like they're covering their bases. Like, Doctor Strange, whenever it comes, in Spider-Man, you're going to come more the ethereal side, more the magical stuff. Go that way. You know what I'm saying? Morbius, go yeah. the dark, like the dark creatures of the night type of M- MCU. Go that way. Like, they're really starting to spread out and expand. Like, oh, the Loki show. You know, you see all the time travel variants. You can go a lot of different, you know, you get Kane the Conqueror. You get a lot of different areas that are going to expand and start to build on each other as you get, you know, the MCU into the later stages, into the next big bads and all that stuff like that. So I'm interested to see Morbius, not so much just for Jared Leto, because, you know, it is what it is. I yeah. will say why Snyder Cut, because it was a much better Joker in there. But I still I saw Snyder Cut. And I was still no, like, what? Oh, damn. Not, well, not, shoot. not selling it for me. Like, that, that is, you like, know what? That's fair. I'm not, I'm not even... So here's the thing. I watched the Snyder Cut and it probably wasn't impressing me because it was like four hours long. And by the time I saw it, I was mm. like, all right, man, I'm kind of like, I'm trying to clock out. <laughs> I've been here for a while. I got you. I got you, bro. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was in there, like, focused in a mug for Snyder Cut, bro. I mean, yeah, it was, it, it was, was me. Good. 
yeah, it, it, was, it was very, very good to me. I'm not gonna lie, but that's uh, a whole that's a whole other topic. But yeah, I I can yeah. I can see what you're saying though. Like, but I feel like it was a much better Joker performance. Jared Leto's a good actor, but yeah. off the top of my head, I can't remember like everything he's in. Yeah, yeah, that's that. And uh, yeah, Morbius interested out of five, I will give it. I'll say three. I'll say a solid three, just because of the world building that's gonna be able to do. When out of five, that's a that's a solid two. Okay. That's a, I, I I will watch it. So this is how I will watch Morbius. If I am in the if I am in a big mood to go watch a movie and it is playing like that's how that's what that's exactly what happened with Shang Chi was I was like I have really no interest because I love Shang Chi mm. but I I know him from a different comic and like I I was like Daredevil isn't in this movie so like mm. I don't know if I'm really gonna care. So when I watched it, it was like me and my girlfriend wanted to go watch a movie. And I was like, mm. we can just go watch Shang-Chi. And it was a great film. I love yeah. Shang-Chi. Um, but with mm. Morbius, it's going to be the same thing where it's like, I got to want to watch a movie. I'm not yeah. going to go out of my way to go watch this. Yeah, it's not down. Like, you have to already, like, you know, be a, be at the movie theater just perusing. Like, hmm, what's yeah. the, you know, like, like, what's, like, what's you the You want to watch a movie? Let's go, let's go watch a movie. Yeah. Let's go, you know what? Let's go watch Morbius. I heard it's playing. I got you. I got you. I got you. So it is, again, fair. Fair is fair. Um, we're gonna move on to the last one. Oh my good gracious. Earlier this week, the internet damn near exploded as a new reveal for the next installment of the Spider-Verse series was released, showing off a slightly older Miles Morales and Gwen, some dimensional jumps, and a 2099 Spider-Man getting on Miles' ass in a futuristic setting in an altered dimension. This one looks to hit hard for everybody. Spider-Man fans eating. Oh my gosh, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1! When talk to me. So, I actually used to read a comic, um, and it was called, like, Warriors of the Web or something like that. Web Warriors, mm-hmm. I think it was. And it was literally, like, the Spider-Men from different multiverses, like, mm-hmm. just became, like, a, a superhero team and were fighting mm-hmm. through dimensions. Yeah. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man 2099. When I got back into comics, that was actually when they started printing, um, the story was like he came back in time like he was in present day uh mm-hmm. new york yeah so it was like really cool to see him because i used to read the 2099 ones um in the library that i used to go to i used to mm-hmm. be like the old 90s run and it was really interesting i really love um i think it's miguel o'hara yeah yeah miguel uh, o'hara he's a very he's a very interesting his his their take on spider-man is really interesting um mm-hmm. i am a very excited to see how this plays out because uh into the spider-verse was really it was it was a it was an amazing movie like that mm-hmm. that movie was like amazing um so i can't wait for the sequel i i want to see i just, i'm just excited to see where they go with it um yeah be, because it's like they are they going to just stay in 2099 are they going to mm-hmm. keep exploring the other spider-man like I, i'm just mm-hmm. there's just so many questions i have it, the teaser gave me more questions than it did answers but i think yeah. it's going to be regardless it's going to be a great film mm-hmm I I 100% agree. Uh again, from what we were seeing, this is like this is going to be a really expansive one. Uh just just getting off the rip again, Miles a little bit older and then he's just going to follow follow Gwen cuz he's simping. He's simping out here. He, he getting <laughs> yeah, right yeah. on Gwen. I'm not going to lie, Dr. Umar got some questions for you when you come back, but uh <laughs> just just looking at the film though. Uh it looks fantastic as as always. Like there's no there's going to be no if ands or buts. It's going to be one of the best, you know, animated, one of the best looking at, you know movies aesthetically whenever it drops was it october 2022 so it's looking great story-wise like 
I have n not a clue. I have not a Scooby of what's going to happen. From the trailer, it looks like Miguel was like grabbing his ass and then like he moved him from one like middle dimension to 2099 and he's chasing after him. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if, you know, Miguel O'Hara is going to be actually like hunting him down as an antagonist or it's going to be spider versus spider or, you know, what's going on. Like, I, I, I have no clue, but I will say this, whatever they decide to do, it's going to end in a really epic cliffhanger slash like false conclusion because it's only part one. They have a Spider-Verse yeah, part two that's going to release in like the next year. They said they're working on spy part one and two concurrently. So they're going to be building this at the same time. So we're going to get a yeah. really, really big saga. We're probably going to in get introduced to a lot of different, a lot of different characters that we haven't seen in the Spider-Verse yet. Um, I'm hoping Craven shows up. I'm hoping Venom shows up. My, more, me more probably like Craven because I don't know if Venom's going. That, that might be like, you know, uh, movie red tape. You know, that might be a lot yeah, of yeah. political shit in the background. But I would 100% love Craven to actually be in this movie. Like just start hunting spiders from different dimensions. Right. That would be fan, that would be a fantastic plot because Craven is my nigga. I love Craven. Uh, right. That would be a fantastic way to go. Um, somebody actually posted an interesting theory. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Laura Balvin. Shout out Laura Balvin. He was like, yo, what if throughout this whole Spider-Verse series, you know, he goes through this, uh, you know, Miles goes through this whole thing and he actually ends up in one final dimension and he gets lost and he, he actually ends up in the MCU. He gets to one final dimensional portal or whatever and the series ends and he's actually inside the MCU and it, it kicks off that way where, you know, it's that kind of handoff as um, Tom Holland yeah. goes the Sony way for his trilogy with them and Miles Rounds comes into the fray. How do you feel about that? So I think that would be like amazing. Um, honestly, when we, I wanted Tom Holland Spider-Man to be Miles Morales when it was first announced that they were doing another reboot, just because mm -hmm. um, I felt that after two of the same Peter Parker stories uh, mm -hmm. with different like variations, the third one should be very different to not make people watch the same movie over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that Tom Holland as Spider-Man isn't was wasn't a great decision it's worked out nah as, he's that literally worked out perfectly that yeah. that was the movie that we needed facts um, but i was just more of a fan of like the miles morales story because it was more mm. of a younger spider-man and it's it's basically tom holland Spy i mean if you don't know because you there's no mm. way you can watch tom holland without knowing a lot of the tom holland spider-man parts are really just miles morales but with yeah regular tom holland not miles mm -hmm. morales mm -hmm. so that's why that movie works so well, in my opinion, is because they use the more fresher, the the more yeah. the, the better story. In the, my different, the different, the different, the different story beats of Miles Morales. Exactly, like they showed yeah. you, they showed you something different, and that's why we all enjoyed it because we weren't rewatching Spider Man for mm -hmm. the third time. Yeah, it um, wasn't like an, an older dude in like high school where he just got a bite and stuff like that. It's like it's more of like him trying to deal with that stuff as a younger, more rash Spider Man has mentors and stuff, and you see that different dynamic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we get a, if we actually get Miles Morales in the MCU, I think that would be amazing. Now, the the thing about a lot of these theories is that like we also got to think about like characters that are already in the MCU contracts mm -hmm. because like maybe by the time Miles Morales gets there, will will Benedict Cumberbatch still want to be Doctor Strange? Like, what's mm -hmm. gonna change within that time frame? Because that's another thing is that we all we love the in these comic book worlds it's very easy to have all these crazy arcs with all these people mm -hmm. and these reoccurring characters because they're just drawn there but mm -hmm. when you have something where it's like i don't want to be uh the superhero for like i didn't i honestly didn't know if tom holland was going to come back as spider-man because he just got yeah. renewed for mm -hmm. another three movies like what happens after those 
those yeah. six movies, like that, mm-hmm. maybe it's over for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm he doesn't pretty, want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he stated at one point, like he was like, "If I'm playing Spider Man forever, I've done something wrong as an actor." So I'm like, he's probably he's not gonna be there at forever. Which I Chris Evans doesn't want to be Captain America forever. Like, yeah, nobody wants to exactly. Be nobody forever. wants to do that stuff forever. Now I'm not gonna cap. Uh, pun intended. Uh, literally, <laughs> if they if they paid me that money, like, hey, yo, bro, we need you to be cap for like 17 years, bro. Shit, bro. let me get this. Where where my slew at? My, no, my fact, elbow looking fact. right, but that's just me personally. But I understand as an actor, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. you want to move on to other projects, you feel like that arc has kind of been resolved, so you you bow out, and yeah. it's understandable. But I feel like that's why that that's that's that that comes down to the job of Kevin for Kevin Feige and all the writers to make sure that the story beats of the overall arc of the MCU and the different phases complement people's exits and entries very well and that's that's a tough thing to balance because you know you never want people who are going to want to you know come out and you might have to adjust certain stories to make sure exits and entries are you know as seamless as possible when it comes to you know story continuity and they're doing they've been doing a great job so far the only time that there's been a character change that was abrupt was um mm. um right now was just the hulk was when when mm. the hulk's actor changed to mark ruffalo randomly oh yeah like, i mean were, niggas, niggas really didn't care about that like that yeah, Nig- no, yeah, niggas yeah, didn't that's care. What I'm saying. Niggas did not care. I about to um, say they bought they bought to have another one with uh, <coughs> Shuri. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, that was the I... international I just, bag fumble, fumble, fumble. Like, like how you know what's it's just crazy because it's just like you're so close to maybe even being like I don't know I don't know what the writers are saying, but like I you could have been the next Black Panther. Like, Yo, possibly. We you have there's this the world this this franchise that you're a part of and a and a central part of could be like you have so much growth. Like that's probably one of the reasons I feel like a lot of people leave their characters because mm-hmm. like I am Spider-Man. I've been Spider-Man six years of my life now. You can't get more you can't get better than the main character yeah. of this franchise. Facts. But like he, for example, I can see why Anthony Mackie wants to stay a part of the Captain America franchise because he has room to grow. He's now Captain America. He's, mm-hmm. he's got room to grow. He got a he got like, a he got a promotion, bro. Exactly. You are yeah. in uh, unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in peace. Like he's not a part of the franchise anymore. And like it's 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 a sad way of looking at it, but she had a lot of potential to grow and maybe even it like fill the space that he left but now off off the shots really off the covid shots yeah i i i i guess man bro. I, if that's the hill you want to die on if that if you want to fumble that much money for i just i i don't see it maybe you got it like that maybe that's I, maybe it is what it maybe you got it like that but listen. i'm gonna just keep it a thousand with you if this company that's known for making the movies if disney's saying you need to get vaccinated to be a part of it like where else are you gonna go? Like, mm-hmm. if it's not like the, one of the, the biggest companies that are yeah. gonna be like, no, you know what? We don't need you to get vaccinated. Like, Warner Brothers is probably gonna do the same thing. So, you, what are you gonna mm-hmm. do? Make small indie films the whole time? You could. Is it gonna make you the money like a Disney bag would? No. But hey, if that's mm-hmm. if that's your if that's your route, that's your route. That's, that's fine. That's on you. What I'm just saying, like, for the sake of that, like, if you wanna, you can't have it both ways. All right, you might as well just dip out now, and then they gotta start looking for a replacement. Like you. I, I don't know. Maybe she wants to have it both ways, where she wants to stay straight and then you know not comply with the regulations of you know filming a movie and being in a set in public and you being in society. You're not that guy. Like, pal. You, you're you and you as much as like as much as you you are that character. Mm. I don't know if they're gonna make that big of a risk for you, bro. Because like you yeah. gotta be you gotta be like Tony Stark. You gotta be a character mm-hmm. that they are not willing to replace. But like 
they might just scrap the whole franchise. Like they don't care. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna not lie. Gonna... I feel like it's already. I don't know what they doing for um Wakanda Forever for the sequel, but it's like they was already in a rocky place because they already they they put it down like yo, bro, like T'Challa gone MCU. Like it's 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 hands down. He's not coming back. There's no way we can't replace him like that. That's that's undisputed. So where does the series go from there? Where is that next, you know, major, you know, you know, hero or whatever? Will it be Shuri? Will it be somebody completely different? Like, what's even the the play on that? Like, that's that leaves that whole franchise in a state of flux. And I'm like, if they need to take it out, they probably will. And again, with this whole kind of story contingency thing of the universe is kind of falling apart in Doctor Strange, so they can just pull in new people in like the next three years, anyways. Like they can just pull in the whole, a whole new roster and say, oh yeah, that's the same, that's the same people, just from a different universe. Yeah. Y'all good? Yeah, it, it it's a slippery slope, but that's that's insane, man. That's insane. But back to across the Spider Verse, man. Uh, out of five, um, six million three hundred forty-five thousand eight hundred ninety-two point seven. Uh, just a random number off the top of my head. Yeah. I don't know. It's not not too high. Not too high. It's all right. It is mid. I'll probably go catch it sometime. When when once you wait, you're out of five. I'm definitely putting it at a five out of five. I love the first one. I watched it in theaters. I was super close to watching it a second time, but I I didn't have the money like that, so it's just like yeah. now I'm just gonna chill out. That movie was that movie's amazing. I the, think be, the I, best Spider-Man film of all time. The best Spider-Man yeah, film of all actually, time. Like, like 1, hands, hands down. And I'm a Before, I am a whore for Spider-Man one. Yeah. I'm a whore for Spider-Man two. Like, like they they're they're all great films, but this one just takes the cake. It's it it was literally like near perfection, near perfection. Yeah. But yeah. Before we move on, let me go to the bathroom real fast. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries, no worries. Right Take your time, take your time. But yeah, man, I, I'm like Spider Man, bro. That, that joint, ugh. Ooh, that's the thing. That's the thing with Spider Man, though. It's like there's so many characters and so many ins and outs of that of that film and the series in general that it's hard to get out, bro. I'm not gonna lie. They could have you fighting like ten different ten different dudes on uh, within three across three different movies. They'll have they'll give you like two different Sinister Sixes. You know what I'm saying? They still gotta get you gotta get on what's her name? So Silver I'm about to say not Silver Surfer. What's her name? The chick. Silver Sage or whatnot. I can't say Toby was a demon in Spider-Man 3. Toby was a demon. Spider-Man 3 was not a great film. It wasn't even a good film, but it was a it was a good film to me. Just because of the sheer like the tomfoolery that was going on like in that whole thing, bro. My man was putting niggas up the walls. He was like, You want forgiveness? Get religion. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Spider-Man 3 was hilarious. Oh, man. Spider-Man 3 was, like, dead funny. It was it was dead funny. Not good, but it was dead funny. Silver Sable. Thank you, Silver Sable. I don't know why, like, the name was lost on me. Thank you, Silver Sable. But, yeah, Spider-Man's a tough one, man. All right. Are we ready? Yes. All right. Moving in to the next topic. We are moving into the next topic. Entering the Infinite. So this week, the full release of the highly anticipated game Halo Infinite has come and people are deep in the weeds, spamming grenades at grunts and enjoying life in a suit of Spartans again. How, how are we feeling about it, man? It, I, I, for one, have mixed feelings a little bit. It's a lot of good, but then there's some things in there I'm like, I don't know. But let's, let's talk about it. Let's get your impressions first overall. How you feeling, when? So I think that... Um... I haven't touched the single player. I haven't touched the single player because I'm trying to go through the Halo, uh, the, fir the, the first Halo games. Uh, I just started Reach. I'm trying to play them on stream, kind of. Um, I'm definitely going to get more more into the, the Master Chief collection. 
Um, I just don't want to touch it because I know that this is a continuation of the story. I have played a lot, a lot of the multiplayer. And what I can say is that Halo is a franchise that I'm not going to lie to you. I said this to my friend the other day. I was like, yo, when I heard Halo Infinite got released, I was like, they really need to let this franchise die. Because I was just like, I just don't think it's going to age well. I played because I played the Master Chief Collection. I played like one, two and three. And I would play the, the, the maps. And I'm just like, I see why this was fun. But this is just it, we just can't bring it into this into this new era. Like, it's just it's too slow. It's too, you know. Mm. And I will say I am 1000% wrong. I couldn't be more wrong. I didn't know what I was talking about. This game is so damn fun. It's coming it up for awareness. No, growth. This is growth because I was so wrong and I was so out of my element. But I didn't, I didn't say that online. I literally was just talking to my friend. I was like, I don't know, bro. I wasn't putting that shit out yet. I wasn't putting it out there because I knew if anybody would have questioned me with like, yo, where's the sources? Yeah. I'd be like, I'm pulling them straight out of my ass because dude, I have dude, trust not me. played Halo long enough. But I can say that multiplayer is really good. It is a really good change of pace. I'm, mm. I'm going from like Apex where I'm getting shredded in like 2.3 seconds by people who are sweating it out to playing Halo where like even when I'm getting destroyed in Halo, I have a fighting chance because I can see what's going on. Like it's it's a, a longer TTK, but that's not a bad thing because you can like out, you can outplan your opponent if you think fast enough. Like in, in Apex, I'll play a game up they pull up on the with the r9 if i'm not gibby i might just go straight down like i'm not even going to be able to shoot my gun and halo if they pull up with really any gun you got a pretty solid chance unless it's literally like the power weapons or the weapons that are like yeah. so strong there's only one of them ever at a time mm -hmm. you got a good chance of fighting back you might be able to outmaneuver do something you know um i love this release the only issue i had with halo was just that their battle pass system was at first very convoluted and unnecessary it felt like you paid ten dollars to have to grind uh like you ever buy like a battle pass like you ever not buy a battle pass for like fortnite or something mm -hmm. and then you have to grind it on the free yeah. play version you're to like, get the Yo, points this is a grind yeah. yeah this is a grind that's what it felt like yeah. and i paid for the battle pass so i'm happy that they changed a lot of those things because mm -hmm. at first it was there just really wasn't a reason to give you these ten dollars and i want to support these games like when the games are good i want to support you but if you're not giving me a good reason to, I just can't do it. I agree. I agree. Uh, I want to backtrack and uh, you know, start start with a good. Uh, yeah, single player. I'm not. I'm not. Haven't played yet. I will be playing it uh, probably either this weekend or next week. Uh, just don't want to speak on you know what I've played with that because I haven't played campaign yet. But I have seen some stuff on it just with the reports and just how, how people are chatting online. Uh, in terms of the good, oh my gosh, this game feels great. In terms of multiplayer, everything so far, oh my goodness. This is this is a very, very big return to form, especially from Halo 5 and Halo 4, that that lull they had. You know, Halo 4 was a, a decent game to me. I feel like it was good, but again, it started to get away from the essence of Halo. Infinite does so well to create that balance between, you know, a bit more fast-paced gameplay in terms of, you know, the weapons and the the the, the, the abilities you can use to traverse the map and create a lot of action-packed engagements, but still keep that, you know, that that kind of measured pace of Halo's shooting system when the time to kill, where it's like, you know, if you're right here, you got two two ARs with each other, you're going down the line, whoever lands more headshots is going to win, but if you throw a grenade, you know, th there's a lot more skill, I guess, and chances to, to outwit your opponent and beat them uh, at their game. So that's, it just felt like a really good marriage of, you know, traversing the map, creating a lot of action-packed moments, you know, and and still have that 
that that nice kind of steady pace of Halo. The steady pace in shooting, steady pace of health, but still a very very like nice nice progression in terms of you know map speed, being able to you know advance to your opponent. I like the I like permanent sprint. Thank God, permanent sprint is in there. Oh my I, God, that was I, actually one of the reasons why I hated the originals because I was just like, as soon as you die and you come back, you gotta walk your ass over there. And then this man is walking with no sprint bunnies, going like this. <sighs> And walking at a steady pace, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? They're dying over there. You're just, just walking. Come and on, you, and son. you just power walking like this, bro. You just doing this. Let's go. Like what? Get out of here, bro. That I never really did like. In, in retrospect, once I had like full sprinting mechanics, but yeah. in general, like Halo Infinite does so well with this gameplay loop, and then something just feels so satisfying, bro. The battle rifle, the battle rifle, the battle rifle again. My favorite weapon. Like I'm a three round burst whore. At the end of the day, like battle rifle feels so good. All the pistols, the pistols feel good. Everything feels pretty usable. Everything yeah. feels like it's at your disposal, and like you know, there's no stone left unturned. Like something can hit you from another side. Like Mangler is fantastic gun. I, I think it's actually really good and underutilized sometimes. Like except okay, maybe not the pulse carbine. I haven't seen anybody go crazy with the pulse carbine yet because that's kind of like midi. I, but I will, so I will kind of leave an exception. Works. It works. Like I'll be. I'll, there'll be times where like there'll be times where I'll shoot it and like the, mm -hmm. the three rounds like lock onto the target. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is doing damage. And then there's times where I shoot it and nothing hits because yep, like, not the small projectile. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. I need to, if I. I feel like once you figure that gun out, and that's the one thing yeah. I do like about Halo actually that I literally am learning so many new things because every gun has like a lot of guns have different firing modes. Mm -hmm. And like I played like two weeks without knowing that aiming down sights can change things. Like the cinder shot, mm -hmm. if you aim down sights with it, the, sh the bullet shoots straight, and like you can like aim where it goes. And I didn't know that, mm -hmm. so that opened up a lot of possibilities of like, man, this person's gonna turn the corner if I just boom and then hit the curve, and like I got in kills like that. And I'm like, whoa! And it like it just there's just so many possibilities because they give you so many things to mm -hmm. they give you so many options. Facts. Um, and that's why that game is really really good is because mm -hmm. they all the it's guns, even though some of them you feel like they. They're just like ah, I'll, every gun is unique and every gun has its purpose. Mm -hmm. Every everything is usable. It's like yo, know, I don't feel you know, say I don't feel defeated if I have a different loadout than yours. If I'm not running a meta or something like that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like look look at look at ranked. Everybody starts out with a with a pistol, battle rifle. Everybody starts out with that, but then you get the different power maps. Even in regular modes, like like Fiesta and stuff, you know, like okay, you got an energy sword. Somebody might have a battle rifle. Come out, come around this corner and get whacked. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, there's there's so many options and just again a lot of possibility in terms of the gunplay, in terms of you know being around the map. I've seen so much good things. Like, how many times like we played on that? Um, I think it was live fire with the academy on one side and the shooting range on the right side. I I think it was that map. When you're on a B flag on stronghold, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're yeah. on B flag on stronghold, I was trying to get into the, like the left side. The dude was right there in that little cubby, and he just repulsed me off the map. And I said, "Damn you! Damn. That's smart." But I couldn't get oh, yeah, mad at so him. Smart. I couldn't get mad at him. I was I was mad at myself for falling for that. I was like, "Yo, that's a really good skill." I seen people like uh, I had the chance to um take part in a tourney recently. Uh, shout out to the game Illuminati. You meant shout out to them. Uh, I took part in a Halo tourney, and I've seen people use skills that like I've never seen applications like that. Like somebody used the repulsor to boost jump onto a flag. They they boost yeah. jump onto that. They used the grapple hook to actually grapple the flag, and they get you know good to different objectives. And it's just so many different things. And this it just feels like a, a, such a good you know middle ground for Halo, man. It feels it feels pacey, but it also feels very very measured at the same time. Again, that feels great 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 they nailed the gameplay loop. 
Yeah, it's it's a great. It's honest. It's an amazing game. Like I have, mm-hmm. I have no real complaints. The only issues I had was like, um, disconnecting. That was like yeah. an issue for the I'm game. About to- I'm about to get into that. I'm about to get into that. <laughs> hey, if you don't mind, let me slide in no, here. Go what? For it. No, no, no. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. What what did not work? Now, this is a kind of a larger scope. I'll start with more of the technical things. There are still some key technical issues with that. First and foremost, yes, like Wen said, the crashes. They happen very, very frequently. Again, in this tournament that I played, I re- after every match, I restarted my game. I exited out and did that just in case. And I shouldn't really have to. I shouldn't have to do that. But crashes were were very, very prominent uh, across everybody. It wasn't like, no matter the setup. I've seen people with, you know, th- like, you know th- 30 series, like, like, th- like 3,000 series and up. Uh, they, were, they were getting crashes. I'm getting crashes. People lower getting crashes. Like very very you know shoddy in that area and i feel like they have to fix that asap because that's messing up people's you know people in ranked trying to get to you know the highest rankings people in regular yeah. casual play just getting dropped out the blue that's a really big problem that's taken away from the quality of the game man that there's been some uh some very serious kind of like lagging issues not in terms of internet connection but in terms of like hit detections and um just the sharpness of the actual speed and latencies that's been off in several matches that i've seen personally and seeing other people play that's been a a, a tough one ranked mode i feel like it still needs to have some tweaks man i feel like it's it's a weird state where i feel like i am a solid halo player i'm decent i'm not gonna say i'm like crazy good or anything like that but i'm a decent halo player i I, right now i'm diamond one and i'm like yo that's kind of crazy how i'm diamond one like already off my play since i was like plat four or something like that and i was like this doesn't seem exactly right i'm not gonna say i'm not discrediting myself because damn i you know when i shoot i shoot but like i felt like the rank system in terms of progression in terms of you know getting up there having only so many ranks there's doing that diamond onyx and it just felt a little bit too uh loosened maybe they need to tighten up the you know the 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 restrictions on you know ranked maybe tweak some settings for progression made a little bit more difficult because i felt like maybe maybe it's too heavily weighted on you know one at one above average performance takes you up to a whole different rank and it cracks you up sky high and you know maybe a, a, a heartbreaking loss where you went trash it doesn't do as much to your record so I, I feel like it's it's a little bit too forgiving in the sense of rank and they might need to make some more stringent tweaks in my opinion with the ranking system i just don't know what what boosts you you know mm-hmm. like i think yeah. i know wins like bring you up but like i've been playing ranked mm-hmm. i played a good amount of ranked i started at plat three i'm still in plat three i've been playing mm-hmm. i've lost a good amount i've won a good amount but like i never really moved mm-hmm. any crazy amount there's times where i've lit- i've gotten disconnected from the i've gotten disconnected from the actual game and like my my thing didn't drop and i'm like okay well my, it was because my internet dropped out on me mm-hmm. that day and i was like okay so i'm happy i didn't get punished or anything like that but like I, it's weird that i didn't lose any rank for this at all yeah or like i just like i just don't know how because my boy was telling me one day I, he took a loss but he still went up in rank and i was just like so how does this work like is it because is it personal performance if i need more yeah. transparency from the team about rank mode i need another another really important thing that i just feel like they, i don't know why isn't in, in almost every rank mode if you're playing ranked mode and we're in a party and one of us disconnects in the middle of the match um allow them to rejoin because there's Bro. times where, like if I were, we got kicked out, one of us got kicked out, and you join the party and you're waiting for the party to finish the match that you were in, there's an open spot because they don't fill it. So I just doesn't make sense why I can't just rejoin. Um, that does. That doesn't make sense in ranked and casual, really. And if there's space, you should let them rejoin. Now, if there is space and it's a casual and you fill it with another with a random, 
that's different. That's fine. You can't get in the game. I understand that. But in a in a ranked game mode where you're not going to re, you're not going to fill you're not going to backfill shit. Let them mm-hmm. rejoin. It just only Facts. makes sense. It, it, it that and thank goodness for Apex for introducing that and making that a norm. Now I'm like everybody across the board needs to do that. Everybody across the board that needs to be a standard a, ASAP. If you're in a hotly contested match, you should have some window to be able to rejoin. That's that's. Yeah. There no more needs to be said on that besides the fact that it needs to be a standard in the industry now. Like, yeah. like, like crossplay is a standard. Like, you know, say like, like, like certain things are like quality of life. It needs to be in a, an experience like this to help compensate for disconnections and different drops due to the system or due to the internet. That needs to be a standard to accommodate people because it's, it's happening way more often than not. And some that should be in the game. It's some that should yeah. be in there. So yeah, you hit the you hit the nail on the head with that one. And then uh. I'd say, yeah, again, with the Battle Pass, you spoke on it uh, mostly. just wanted to touch on a little bit. Yeah, the Battle Pass system, just make it challenges on ranking up in general. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all made... I understand, like, you want to grind for some stuff, but damn, like, I don't even get XP off of, like, playing the game and kills. Like, like not even not even playing the game, but kills, bro. Like, I was killing people yeah. left, right, and center. I'm like, you gave me, like, oh, you gave me one challenge today, kill, like, 10 Spartans, and then that was it. There's no rolling challenges. There's, like, it, it, it just felt a little bit, like... Un- unpolished in terms of you know having stuff that consistently rewards players instead of having those little bits and like oh yeah you see the samurai armor up there catch y'all in 10 years good luck like yeah, it's 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 annoying too because it's like um the, some of the quests that i had were like extremely it was so specific it's like yo right. you need to kill 10 part spartans with a plasma rifle in a stronghold and i'm like yeah bro i'm gonna keep it a thousand with you i don't even know how to turn some of the game modes off i just <laughs> quick play and have fun that's what i'm trying to do here and you're trying to make me find stronghold matches to then b- go camp the plasma rifle uh-huh. to then go get the five kills. Like I, these challenges just aren't as fun as they as you think they they would be. Like it's like yeah, you nah. get seven seven kills with a needle. It's like I, like I have the same issue with Apex, and that's and that's a different mm-hmm. story for another time. But like sometimes the challenges that you put for these battle passes make you play in a type of way that you just don't want to play like i'm just trying mm-hmm. to have fun yeah and like making me specifically get five kills with the pistol and and that was the thing i had that as for my daily challenge that day i only played ranked you don't get a pistol in ranked. you have to go find the pistol yep. in ranked mm-hmm. i so i'm just like i'm not doing this daily then i guess because i can't i can't do it i don't have this gun in the game modes that i'm trying to play today i was yeah. trying to play quick play or whatever mm-hmm. and i feel like from a developer standpoint it might just be the kind of argument of we want you know, we want people to, you know, not be certainly, I guess, restricted to a certain meta. We want you to play with different play styles. We want you to experience the game as fullest. So that involves you, you know, after achieving certain challenges or to achieve certain challenges, rather. Right. We we want you to actually, ha- you know, have this in the bag. We want you to, you know, step outside of that. But in terms of, like, you know, say we're doing all these challenges and you're only giving us little bits and pieces, bro. You got yeah, uh, to, you got to, you got to. You gotta let up a little bit on this side. Like you, you went too easy on the ranked progression, but then on regular progression where everybody's playing, you went too tight. I'm like, bro, y'all flipped yeah. that. Like that's that's I, that's. I paid. I extra. paid for this. Ba- that's another thing too. Is like I I hate companies that. The thing is like I like battle passes because for ten dollars you get cool things to work towards and free to play game. I think it's a great value. Mm. I love I love it that it's in de- like almost every game that I really enjoy has one, and I almost always buy it because it gives you something to do. But the issue is, that one thing that I really have a problem with is like. I just pay ten dollars for all this stuff so that I could work towards and grind it. Why are you making it harder for me to get the things that I paid for? Because yeah, after this is gone, true. I'm not gonna be able to get into this battle pass. But you're also making me grind this like it's my life, bro. Mm-hmm. This it shouldn't be this hard. I already yeah. I already said, hey, here's my money. Why are you why are you 
<laughs> Why are you pushing this away from me, my guy? Mm-hmm. Nah, I I agree. I was like, yo, times are the essence. Like, you want us to be on this game twenty four seven, trying to, you know, I what I'm saying, a full-time do a time job. Facts, do we like? Oh yeah, we need you to do a three sixty plasma grenade throw on top of live fire. You know what I'm saying? With your eyes closed, on five sensitivity on both vertical and horizontal. Like, you brought us way too specific, and it's way mm-hmm. little time, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's it's a lot. I just bro, gotta but, work. <laughs> yeah, they need they need to they need to make some tweaks on that stuff and. With the final point, I wanted to make actually like I understand it dropped the campaigns out, multiplayer's out, but like there's some things, and I understand it, it could be down to development hell, but just some things are just missing in terms of quality of life and stuff that feels like it should be standard that isn't really there. You know what I'm saying? I can go down the list. Like they said, uh, no forge mode. It's not coming yet. It's gonna be like middle of next year. You can't even replay uh, campaign missions. You just gotta go straight through a halo standard that's been in i'm pretty sure every halo game to this point but you can't do it until you know later next year no co-op campaign at launch you can't play with your friends it's been an industry industry standard it's been a series standard for years like there's so many different things you know game modes that aren't possibly readily readily available i i can i can go on with with other things that I've, I've i've seen and heard but like they've said that they add they will add these features in later again but like coming out of the box i feel like some of those bits and components that make halo halo are either a bit shoddy or missing you know like you know theater mode might not work always as as it's intended to the save system and the file system while it's always been there it's still a little bit like it's it's clunky right now like i've seen i've seen it in practice like loading up for the tournament and stuff like that i've seen people like trying to work with it but it's it's a little bit it's a little bit difficult some of those things that make halo halo in its in its entirety aren't there fully and that's what kind of whittles down the quality of the entire experience to me when I see people playing it, they run into campaign glitches or they run into this, they gotta can't replay the mission. There's stuff that should be there that isn't. And that's what I'm like, damn, I, I might have to take a couple points off for it. Yeah. It's it's something that like and especially with the way this game got released, um, I'm just not a big fan of splitting up parts of the game. I've always been a fan of pushing a game back, uh, to make sure that it works properly and that's why i was well you can't push it back forever though and that and i understand that that's why i understand like mm-hmm. they, oh, we dropped the multiplayer to make you guys happy now we dropped the campaign to make you guys happy i don't really like that they keep splitting the game up because it just just feels like y'all should have just 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 waited is what it seems like yeah um, and i understand you always don't have that luxury of, of time but when you have like you can't be upset if people don't ever really come back because the mode that they were looking for isn't in the game yet. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it there's just I just feel like they should have waited a little bit. Um, I feel like they shouldn't have never announced Halo. I feel like it's something that they could have just pushed yeah. back a little bit because it didn't even it didn't even release with the console. So mm-hmm. Xbox Series X was out like a year before we got a Halo game. So I don't even know. I don't even know what was the purpose of rushing it at that point. So I, I felt um, like, in terms of you know shareholder stock price expectations when it comes to fiscal years they wanted that marquee game to drop they wanted that marquee thing and again they were booting up for stuff with the like game pass i feel like there was going to be a big gap between a major title that was going to be on game pass or leading the way and they needed halo to come through and i felt like it was kind of like that gap in the market where it's like they were getting close they're like okay can we drop it now can we pull it out now and then they seen you know vanguard wasn't uh you know wasn't really getting that big you know call of duty reception in the long run as it was building up 
uh, Battlefield uh, had a, again had a really big reception in terms of hyper momentum, but still there were some bugs and glitches that might have deterred it. And then they had that twentieth twentieth uh, anniversary drop, like, hey, we gonna drop this right here, bro. Y'all got that? Hold that, hold that, hold that. And they kind of yeah. rushed in. They had a good gameplay loop, but then there's still stuff missing from it, you know. So there's it, yeah. it, it's it's a very conflicting thing to deal with. But I know at its core, it's a really really fantastic game. I, that and Battlefield is still duking it out for like the the, the big dog of the year in terms of the, the big three. You know what I'm saying? They're still tight, hotly contested. I have to see what Rush is talking about before I make any final decisions before the year is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it's it's tough to see. I know they'll bounce back from it, but again, it just sucks when certain things that you know that 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 Halo's known and loved for, known and loved for, aren't present. You know what I'm saying? They aren't you know delivering like we thought they would. So it's just yeah. kind of the case of you know expectation versus reality. What we have to deal with and. It's 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 definitely going to be a, a slow process, but I'm hoping that they can keep momentum up until some of these features arrive and like they can sustain, you know, they can sustain a lot of uh, you know audiences and concurrent players because games are coming thick and fast, especially from next year, especially oh next God. year. We don't even, uh, we don't even have like a, a month. You don't you, we don't have year. a month to rest. We do not. We barely have that. So jumping from like February. I, I'm not even February. Yeah, yeah February. I think I like February. February is a month of a lot of games too. Yeah. Like the, like mid, like you got mid January, you got like mid January or something most, like that, at most till mid January. You have to keep moving with some type of content loop or something that I keep updating and keeping it fresh. And while those things are in the background, you need to hurry it up and keep pushing along, or else you are gonna get lost in the in, in the flood, bro. Because Ragnarok yeah. coming, seafood coming, like I'm, that's this is gonna be that's gonna be a whole nother podcast episode we're talking about next year. But like, there's just uh, so much stuff in the pipeline, and 2022 is gonna be ridiculous. You gotta get on the on on the horse and start delivering. You know what we're what people are looking for, Halo. But so yeah. far, so far overall, you did a really good job with release. But there's still some some gaps in, in the Chief's armor that you gotta now. show. Yeah, don't slow down, Chief. Don't slow down. That's all <laughs> I got on that. But yeah, damn. Now it's time. These these <laughs> decent pacing on it. Now it's time, baby. The twenty. 21 game awards let's talk about it man it's officially in the books we wanted to break down what happened uh what we saw what we liked and didn't like and more uh we're just gonna kind of do the flow a little bit differently just again save a little bit of time not go through the whole show up and down and all that stuff like that so you know we can we can keep it a little bit tight first and foremost though we wanted to take a, a little bit of a detour and focus on the, the, the kind of the, the cold open for the Game Awards, actually. Uh, Jeff Keighley, you know what I'm saying, the Mountain Dew Dorito Pope, he took, a, took some time out to address some of the major injustices that have been happening in the gaming industry and that have come to light in recent times. Uh, he wasn't really exactly name-dropping anything, but he did take the time to address it when previously he said, you know, he wasn't really going to take sides or, you know, introduce any opinions on, on the Game Awards platform. Uh, he actually made his statement at the start of the show uh and, you know which was you know probably not his original plan because twitter was really about to get on his ass and they were getting Yo, on his ass like getting, insane he was getting dragged, they was bro. they was they was hawking him down they was hawking him down bad but he, you know he 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 put the statement out uh he 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 made that he made that statement known he made his comments known right at the top of the show when what were you thinking about what he said uh what what it means and all that so like with with that if he would have said that, um, so personally, I feel like he didn't go as hard as, as he should have um, because the entirety, the, the, the whole point of the Game Awards was, from my understanding, and everybody loves to preach this, 
um, the whole point of the Game Awards is to showcase and show appreciation to the developers, the people who make games. So for your award show to originally say, we're not going to take sides when it comes to companies abusing the developers that you're trying to celebrate, it just it just doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so then this isn't what, so then what your, what your mission statement isn't really what you're, tr- what you're standing by here then. Like, this isn't about the developers, this is about the publishers then. And say that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're trying to celebrate the publishers then because you're not dropping any names even though we know the names. Even the people, the people who have names, drop names. Like, Facts. Even when, when, when Nintendo and Sony and, and Xbox are saying, these people are tripping, and you can't say that these people are tripping, it's kind of sad. And the biggest issue is, like, if you would have never said anything about taking a side, if you would have just said that, that very safe, I'm on your side statement, and, and like, never said the whole thing, we're not taking sides, you just said that safe statement, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, okay, I see they're trying to make a little step, but, yeah. like, they're not, they're not being spicy about it. Like, they're being real mm-hmm. passive-aggressive about it. Yeah. But then when you get bullied into making the statement, it don't even feel like, like, at that point, you should have just stuck to your word, because it don't, it don't even feel mm-hmm. that sincere now. Facts. now... I can't even mm. if you were to even if you were to knock on my door right now, I'd be like, "Yo, listen, Werner, I meant every word, <laughs> and I was gonna make that statement no matter what." I'm not gonna believe you, because bro, I got the receipts. They got the memes. They were making Yo, memes fast, of you, bro. Fast. You can't come back from memes, <laughs> like bro. They they were cooking you, and then you changed you. Then you changed your mind. I I think it was the memes, bro. I don't know if it mm. was you. Listen, man, I I am. I'm actually surprised he made the statement, to be honest. I, I thought he was just going to yeah. leave it alone. I thought he was going to do yeah. what he does. But, like, for a brand and a platform, you know, again, in the gaming industry, it's probably the, his platform between that and Summer Game Fest is probably the one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, again, aside IGN, aside of GameSpot. But in terms of, like, live platforms, live delivering games, announcements, and whatnot, he's he's kind of leading the big the big show. He kind of leading. He's the big kuna when it comes to those events now. You know what I'm saying? E3 long gone. As as that, you know what I'm saying, like, but still an advocate for games, you still have to make that stance, bro. Like, like you still have to actually p- pick that side and be active in that conversation because you're one of the biggest proponents. You're one of the biggest visible factors of the gaming industry that people see. The Washington Post is reaching out to you. People who are outside of gaming are watching to you. You got you got basketball players and WNBA players. You got celebrities coming to the show. You're lining up all these people. You got Sting and all that stuff like that, and all he is doing live performances and all that stuff like that. And they're looking to you and your platform for 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 a statement on what's going on. That's those instances where you got to get off the fence and you know make something known directly. I I a part of me is like, yo, I actually appreciate you for making a statement because I wasn't expecting you to. And you know, what I'm saying you was, I feel like you would have been bullshit anyways if you didn't do it. But I'm I'm actually glad that you did say something in terms of that. And you know, the people who are who you know who are like you know maybe not who who are you know savvy enough they know the whole story they'd be like okay cool we know who you're referencing but i would have liked it to be very explicit in terms of we condemn the actions that have been happening at activision blizzard this is not what the gaming community stands for we're here to celebrate games and protect and have an inclusive community for everybody who plays them and enjoys them from one end of the world to the next whatever you you know saying whatever you rep whoever you are doesn't matter as long as you love games you're welcome here that would have been a much more impactful statement than you know just saying that without the explicit, you know, just name drop them dudes, bro. Just name drop bro, them dudes. You have enough they pool. Name drop themselves. Literally, literally, bro. Tell on stage right there. Get Joseph Ferris up there. Bobby Kotick, fuck him. Like, yo, bro. <laughs> 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 
like literally bro like it's to to be in that position you have to literally you have to support that i feel like if if again standing for what he stood for in terms of the 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 game of the game awards celebrating the industry celebrating the people who make games and not taking a stance you know what i'm saying on on a situation that concerns the very people that you're trying to celebrate that's a weird that's a weird zone that you're in that's a really weird zone and i feel like you know again he did the right thing by going in that direction i feel like he could have pushed a little bit more that's just me but uh at, at least the general consensus and, and and the general statement was said of of what should or of what is right and that it should be you know it, th- those actions that people was doing should be condemned to the ends of the earth condemned so that was that was Absolutely. that shout out shout out to the mountain dude and the real pope brother the, the, uh but yeah that was that fuck the rest of that let's let's talk about it bro let's go uh we're gonna go into a different format we're not gonna go down to the show we're just gonna start uh with the award winners we're gonna uh, rattle through them really quickly we'll stop at some of the bigger ones um real quick uh best esports event did not care it was league of legends do you care about this mm-hmm. Nah, i mean like we knew that bet all right cool nobody gives a fuck cool best esports coach it was kate coma uh jung gun uh shouts to him uh don't necessarily don't care care but shout outs to him though he did his thing yeah yeah awesome cool best esports team natus vincier csgo anybody care anybody 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 definitely don't play that game at all anybody no, i don't play that no, game no. but y'all y'all probably some killers respect to y'all respect yeah yeah best shout esports at best esports athlete alexander simple kostiliev shout outs to him you must be an absolute demon bro with a last name kostiliev yeah. you must be a killer on the sticks shout outs to you was that csgo does it say I, it might be CSGO, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. I, I think I heard of him. I feel like it's CSGO. Well, yeah. Best esports game presented by Grubhub. I don't know why. It's pre- actually, not presented by them. They, they don't sponsor us. Exit out. Y'all yeah, didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah. Y'all didn't Coming hear that. Out. Yeah, y'all didn't hear that. Get them out of there. Uh, best esports game was League of Legends by Riot Games, of course, because League of Legends was going to win. Content creator of the year, which I don't even pay attention to. Double don't I, care. I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to announce to win. Like, I generally don't even know who they, they, they named the people. I was like, I don't even know who these people are. Yo, I swear this dude had like um he had like a stick figure drawn as his um Avi whatever in the awards panel. I think I just clicked on that because I was like, yo, cool, stick drawn. Cool. I clicked on that one awesome. and that was it. Um, innovation in accessibility. Uh, shout out to that. For Forza Horizon Five won that. Playground Games and Xbox they they won that joint. I I want to say that um I really 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 love that that's a category I facts think i agree i actually do i actually do it, care about this one it's it's so it's cool because like not only not only is it great for everybody who is doesn't who has like these disabilities and now they're able to enjoy uh. these games but it's also just like how many times have you changed like the colorblind settings on your game just so that you can see better and it's like you're mm-hmm. not even colorblind you just you facts actually, you just want- these games are hard to see and now mm-hmm. you can see better like it just it's it's great because you it's access accessibility literally hurts nobody and helps everybody. everybody else literally so and also again just in general big ups to xbox over the past like decade because yes. they have made they have made it a very strong point to increase the level of accessibility for everybody who plays that you controller know, that they made the one that yeah you make your, the big pads yourself yeah, oh my god like shout out to them beautiful facts like that, that major shit, that warms my heart facts i will say major kudos you can talk whatever shit you want about microsoft whatever they ain't got no games blah 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 but you whatever. can say that they they care about the gaming experience i feel like especially for everybody who wants to play i i, I can 1, i can clearly see that most anticipated we had uh god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west elden ring uh the sequel to legend of zelda breath of the wild and starfield and then elden ring won 
Which one of y'all like like what straight basement dwellers voted for that, bruh? I don't want to play this depression. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog. I don't want to play this open world depression. The game is it's out there. I, <laughs> it's coming. I, like the thing is, the thing is, I am not upset about it winning that category because, like, I feel like with games like that, people mm. who play God of War, you're gonna get a God of War game. People yeah. who play like Zelda, you're gonna get okay. That's games. fair. That's why I like when I saw that it won. It's not that I I don't I didn't see it as mm. like everybody wants this game i see it as mm. like out the people people didn't expect this game to okay now now you put it that way like, yeah like and that's why i'm just like because with with god of war it's like mm. i don't even really watch a lot of god of war stuff because i know it's coming i know yeah, it's gonna come out but when they announced elden ring they didn't they didn't show anything for like a year and people were Facts. just like there's a good chance it could be it could be over because it's not god of war you know what yeah now that you put it that way I, I can see that. I can see. You know what? I, I will. I will recede my scathing comments about Elden Ring for winning this award. I recede. This is why we got you on the pod, man. It's different perspective. This is why we got you here, bro. All right. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Best multiplayer out of Back for Blood. It takes two. Knockout City Monster Hunter Rise New World and Valheim. It takes two. Took home the prize. Mwah! Yes. 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 And yes. Yes. Love to see. Love to see it absolutely uh best sim strategy uh we had age of empires 4 evil genius 2 world domination humankind inscription and microsoft flight sim flight flight simulator and age of empires 4 one i would have rather voted on um, microsoft flight simulator but i think uh you know whatever age of empires is, a, a, the age of series is good i actually like it but i like age of mythology way better that's my opinion so with that that entire category i kind of hate it because like mm. All those games there are so different from each other. Yo, like, dead ass. I wouldn't like if you told me if you said, "Hey, I bought you Flight Simulator." Mm. But my first instinct is going to be like, "Well, do I have a flight stick and do yeah, I have like the whole VR setup? Headset? Like, can I make it? Can I actually simulate this?" When you say, "I bought you Age of Empires," I think to myself, "How am I going to strategize? How am I going to yeah. build up my civilization?" That's a different, completely different experience. Yeah, that's a really stuff. wide net. That's a really wide net that they cast. So, like, when this 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 is kind of just like, all right. They won, I guess, but they probably won. Mm. I don't even know why they won. It kind of mm -hmm. thing. It's like if I if I was flight simulator, I wouldn't even be mad about me losing this out of like honestly, they, I, it might not even just been cool out of these games mm. would be like the most. That would have been a better category. It's just like hey, yeah, uh, game of the year for games that you don't play. Like something yeah, facts. Like, like something, something like something games of the year that you weren't facts. expecting or whatever. under underrated champion award like like some you know some something saying? like, like underdog that underdog award because yeah. like saying things yeah. like strategy simulation with a sprinkle of a turn based combat like it's too many games. yeah it's so wide there's a lot it's of a lot. there's a lot of hoops you got to pull to like group them all into one actual category and that's a lot of it's a lot of hoops to get get, get across I ain't going front mm -hmm. that's there uh and then a similar kind of kind of uh, take with the sports and racing categories. You got F one twenty one, FIFA twenty two, Forza Horizon five, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and Rise of Republic. And Forza Horizon five took home the prize pretty easily, I think. Uh, it just blew kind of blew everybody out the water. Forza Horizon five. Uh, I I've heard nothing but great things about this game. And again, especially because it's on Game Pass, so if you have have access to it, it's it's looking like it's hidden with the public. Whenever I can run it, whenever my computer, my, my <laughs> own computer here can, can, can run that beast, because I try to run it on stream. Oh that, shoot! My computer was like, bro, this, even on medium settings, they're like, hey, yo, my, <laughs> <laughs> my boy <laughs> Weezy, so, these niggas racing in here. Wild it, wild it, bro, wild it. 
Oh my goodness. All right. So best family game. Uh, we had It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, Plus Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare Get It Together. And It Takes Two took home the prize. There's two up on the board. Joseph Ferris, stand up. Hayes Light, stand up. I am not upset that he won that, but I will say I had my money on Mario Party because that Mario mm. Party game is insanely fun. I've never had so much fun mm. in a Mario Party game. I, I, I look you want to play it. I'm not saying It Takes Two doesn't deserve that award. Mm -hmm. I just think when I thought of Family Game, I was like, why wouldn't Mario Party win this? This is literally a four-person game yeah. to play with your family. Mm -hmm. Got you, got you, got you. I'm not going to lie. Mario Party is is lit. I see it's, my it's a, it's a fun time. I see my mother cuss out Peach many years in the past just because of <laughs> Mario Party. That shit, that shit was crazy. But hey, that, it has that effect on people. Well, shout out to It Takes Two for winning that category. Going to uh, best fighting game, we had Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, Type Lumina, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, and Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown, and Guilty Gear Strive One. Uh, I, you you That's know more yeah you you know more fighting I, games than me. And I all, all I know bought, a soul bad guy. That's all I know. I bought Nickelodeon Brawl Stars. Um, I'm uh, kind of upset that I put two hours into it because I would have got the reading by now. Like I put more than two hours, so I can't get the read the the thing. So I was like, yeah. all right, I guess. Uh, like I, it's it's it had a lot of potential, but it was the same thing with like I have mm. with Halo, where it's like. I feel like you guys could have waited on some of these because you're adding features in now. Like mm -hmm. now, they just started adding costumes. Oh we damn! Been yeah, had from the jump. Yeah, they should the add characters have, None of the characters have voice lines, so mm -hmm. it just it's yeah, just noises. That's... It, it, that takes a lot of the character out of the character. So facts, and I'm like, yeah, 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 did this, and then Multiverse dropped their whole like five minute, five to seven minute demo, and then they said they got costumes, voice lines, finishers, new gameplay loops, Everything. like rollback netcode. Like, they came with a full slate, and they're not even out yet. They said, yo, this is what we're doing. We're going to see y'all on this playtest. We're going to see y'all soon. And that, and that like, made me, like, hesitate, like, ooh, damn, y'all. Y'all yeah. might have jumped the gun a little bit, Nickelodeon. Y'all might have jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. I so was when excited. I bought, when I bought Strive, um, and I still want to go back to Strive, the only reason I the only reason I didn't go back to Strive is just because on PC, and this is just a PC thing, the, the servers were kind of whack. When I was playing, it just takes you a, a minute to get in there. Mm -hmm. Um. I did play that game a lot though, and I had yeah. so much fun. And it's still, it's a beautiful game. The music is insane. It's gorgeous. I think that game deserved every bit of the of its recognition that it got. Mm -hmm. Got you, got you, got you. All right. So on to the action adventure game. Actually, no role role playing games. We gonna jump in. We had the runner ups at Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei five, and the winner was Tales of Arise. Uh, I haven't played that game, but I heard good things. I hear insanely good things um only like i'm not even upset because like a lot of a lot of bangers on that list a lot of bangers mm. i didn't play Shin Megami tensei 5 yeah um it's on the list it's definitely on the list but i i have a maximum of six jrpgs that i could be playing at one <laughs> time because i have i can't beat them i don't that's, have seven that's years overload bro that's overload it's there's so many but they're all so good but they're mm. all so long, so long. I, I can't even if I ever become a full-time content creator, one year of my life I will spend playing just JRPGs so that Bro. I can beat maybe three. Like, <laughs> that, like that's how long they are. There's so much content. Dead ass, bro. <laughs> Dead ass. JRPGs be they be like long-winded, so bro. So long. They want you to Tales be there Rise, forever. Yo, for, yo, forever. Mm -mm, man. Shout out to Tales of Rise because that yeah. that the fact that it won over Shimagami, which is established, like like mm -hmm. it, it's great. 
Um, if Cyberpunk would have won that, I bro, I would have. I would have left. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I would have been just a little bit pissed. I have nothing against Cyberpunk. I I have nothing against Cyberpunk like that. But the fact that y'all been the fact that y'all been through all that hell and you know what I'm saying y'all went through like such a it was such a like a blunder. Y'all coming back. Y'all making updates, but then y'all still like y'all y'all got a long way to go. I don't know why I got nominated for some stuff. I'm I'm gonna say this as controversial as it sounds. Mm-hmm. You can't make an entire company change their refund policy based on the quality of your game and still get nominated for best anything of that mm-hmm. year. It doesn't make you made you made a company that isn't even associated with you change mm-hmm. how they do refunds because your product wasn't good and they still got nominated. I don't think that that's fair to Yikes. a lot of RPGs that came out this year. Yikes yikes i i'm not gonna lie that's a valid point that's a valid point if your product was that bad you had you were stinking up the joint a whole storefront had to change their policies that's a that's a big yikes it's a big yikes man that's tough man that is not breathtaking that is not breathtaking at all oh man anyways best action adventure game we gonna run through it um we had guardians of the galaxy metroid dread psychonauts 2 ration click rift apart resident evil village and metroid dread 1 i'm not mad at this but i would have at least liked for ration play to get something bro damn I, damn i'm so it's it sucks because it's like ration and clank not bro, not winning that award got, and got like, i feel i felt like ration clay personally got snubbed off of some at least one thing tonight you know what i'm saying bro, on what, at least bro. one thing on this show Ratchet and Clank not winning an award feels like LeBron James not winning the chip. Like, you know that this is an amazing game. Bro. Like, you know that this is crazy good, but it didn't win anything this year. Like, Facts. it didn't even get to the... Fo- like, that's Facts. crazy. Facts. Because it's because the thing is, is I'm happy... All the games that won these awards, I'm really happy because it means the world to them. Like, mm-hmm. this... Like, it takes two winning that, like, narrative. Like, it means the world to these games winning these, these awards. Mm-hmm. And like, because we know Rats and Clanks is is gonna be a classic. We all know that that's certified gold Facts. piece. That's the that, I'm buying Heat that. Rock. I'm buying that game. There's games that win awards that won awards that I might never play, but I know Facts. for a fact I'm going to. If I have to find a way to play this Rats and Clank, I will find a way to play this Rats and Clank. <laughs> but the fact <laughs> that it didn't win an award, it does hurt. I yeah, think. like it, it does it, sting it, a little bit. A little bit, man. Because again, it's. I feel like Ratchet and Clank overall is one of those underrated series that's always been at a good quality bar throughout the years like uh, like like up your arsenal all that stuff all the olden games and stuff like it's always been a really solid series that got overlooked a little bit but it's always kept that same magic with them and they just upped it every time and then this last one looked freaking amazing and it uh, it feels a little bit a little bit tough a little bit tough this remake the the remake the one on ps4 uh-huh. uh like the reboot yeah i play i beat that i don't even really beat a lot of games i usually play a lot of mm-hmm. them and then if i ever get bored i just move on to the next one i have so many games because i want to play everything mm-hmm. I beat that game three times, and that's that's saying something for me. Because if you're in my community, you know that I just don't beat games because I'll Mm -hmm. just get bored and I'll play something (laughs) else up, and I get super invested, and then I'm like on Destiny, and like I'm not even playing any of my story based games. But I beat that game once, then they let you do the challenge mode. I beat it again, and then Ro had it on her PS4, and she never beat it. And I was like, I'm about to beat it on your, I'm about to beat it everywhere. I'm gonna beat it, bro. It's a good game. It's so fun. Bro, I'm so glad you added context. This man said I beat it everywhere. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Oh my god. I'm so glad you added the Ratchet and Clank context, bro. I was about to say, time out. Time out, Chief. This is your first episode first on. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> oh, oh my no. gosh, man! But no, Ratchet and Clank, fantastic, bro. It's 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 a fantastic series. I'm just mad at it. It wasn't really yeah. getting getting as much recognition at the show, but it's all it's good, not. man. The streets know. The streets will remember. Yeah. We know, we know that. Yeah, game, we damn know. All right, down to um best action. We have Back for Blood, Chivalry Two, Death Loop, Far Cry Six, and Returnal. And Returnal One, Returnal took home the title, which is, um, uh, it's, it's an interesting one to me. I haven't played Returnal. I honestly I had no so. intention and or you know will to play it. I might actually do it just for the hell of it, just to see how you know how it actually is hidden. Because I'm I, just because it won the game, it won this um best best action award. I'm actually interested to see what you know differentiated it. But no, you know, no, no, no disrespect. This is a tight category, and it was up for game. It was, it was up, it was up for game of the year, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know. I don't think so. It might. Have, it it was. Sure. It, it was up there though. It was a heavily like touted was, award. Like it was a heavily touted contender for a, di- a couple of different awards. So shout out to them. Shout out to Returnal team. Uh, y'all fixed y'all save points because if y'all said it was only gonna be one or two save points in the game, I was gonna be pissed off and never play that. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, We'll figure it out. It's interesting. I love roguelites, and that's mm-hmm. basically what the game is. It's like, you know, dying and then coming back and then like yeah. getting better or whatever. Um, I love that 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 um mechanic. I love those games. Mm-hmm. So seeing a triple A title that's doing that, um, it's very interesting. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you, I didn't think it was gonna get I didn't think it was gonna be popular because it's such a niche little like yeah. market. It's really it's more of an indie game thing. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people love roguelites and indie games, so like and there's so many in the indie category that like when I heard we're making a new roguelike usually i'm just like okay but why should i care and this one is like you should care because it's like a triple a game and it's like a big it's a big thing um will i ever try it out if i can cop it on sale or if i can get it if i get a hold of a ps5 and that game's on there i'm definitely playing it i think it's really it seems really mm-hmm. interesting i i could see a reason why i was shocked but i'm honestly like if i i, I said this on twitter i was like mm-hmm. the fact that i never heard of this game and mm-hmm. it won this award it's either got to be so good and I'm missing out, I'm the one with the blinders on, yeah. or something's up. But there's no way you can't... I just can't see it not being popular and still winning this award. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to yeah. be good. Yeah. So, in in that in that case where it's like, you know, got to fuck around to find out. I'm going to have to see what's up with it eventually. If it's on sale, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to actually, you know, get down to the nitty-gritty and figure out what's going on with it. And we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, shout-out to Returner for winning Best Action. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna just keep going on. You know, double, double speed mode on this one. Best VR AR game. Resident Evil Four won an award like a whole twenty years later. I I really Ooh. don't care about <laughs> VR AR like that. But shout out to Resident Evil Four, my favorite one in the series. Big up, Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> yes, big up. Oh my gosh, uh, mobile game Genshin Impact won. Shout out you. Genshin I know. Impact. Yeah, a G- Genshin <laughs> Impact. I know. Panda happy as shit right now. <laughs> yeah. She was like, she was really hype. I, I, I told her, and she was like, oh, it, it should. And I, honestly, like, my, my mm. Discord is, if it's not Genshin, yeah. it's Destiny because of me. And if it's not Destiny, it's League. Okay. But it's the fact that, like, mm. everybody plays Genshin in my Discord. And I'm like, it's mm. got to be good. Hey, listen, shout out to Genshin Impact. They're doing a thing out there. Best community support, Final Fantasy XIV Online 1, which I wholeheartedly believe that's the right decision. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV been popping for years, like years and years. Again, I, I, said it, I said it yesterday when I was watching it live. Best-selling Final Fantasy property of all time. Like, non-stop support. Every expansion, they going crazy. The Q times was looking a little bit sussy as of late, but still in a, a ridiculous amount of community support. Ridiculous. Um, it's it's insane to see that game that's been so old and i remember trying to get panda into it and i was like oh make a character on my server and they're like it can't it's full 
and like in the one server like in the eight worlds that's there like only two of them have spaces open like that's mm -hmm. insane like it's 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 going up it's that that's if crazy you want to get into a, into, into a mmo that's going up it's that one mm -hmm. that's 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 what it where it's at right now i heard they was calling uh like a world of warcraft um they were calling them refugees when they was going over to the game yeah. they was calling them refugees and whatnot i was like dog it's really that that's serious crazy. bro people people who are in the weeds with this final fantasy on um, 14 online stuff bro i'm like yo y'all going crazy like I seen people like packed out for hours. I seen what's the name? Afro sends you waiting in the queue for hours, posting screenshots like, bro, I didn't make it in. Like, damn, damn, it's crazy. It's, it's wild. But shout outs to them, man. Final Fantasy fourteen online doing its thing. Games for Impact. We had Life is Strange True Colors winning, uh, winning the this uh, this award. Games for Impact. Shout outs to Life is Strange True Colors. Honestly, I I I haven't played it, but I've seen a couple people do uh, playthroughs. Honestly, a solid game. I've never. I never wanted to play them, but I always wanted to watch people play them, if that makes sense. Like, I was yeah. never too interested in getting into it myself and doing, like, my own thing. But I was always cool to see, again, just the different choices people made and stuff like that. Just narrative. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a pretty decent story. I never had any, any problem with uh, Life of Strange True Colors. Let's go. Uh, best performance. Oh, let's take a hot second for this one. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. We had Eric Mori. Uh, as Alex Chen from Life is Strange True Colors, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo from Far Cry 6, Jason E. Kelly as Colt Vaughn from Deathloop, Maggie Robertson as Lady Demetro, Demetrescu from Resident Evil Village, and Ozioma Akaga as Juliana Blake from Deathloop, and Maggie Robertson as Lady Demetro won you horny niggas. <laughs> you horny <laughs> ass individuals on this internet, bro. Honestly, can we keep it a stack? She actually had a pretty decent performance. I actually liked her character, right. like, like, and the slow descent into like straight anger and madness trying to get Ethan out of here. She was the first boss, which sucked, but you know, it was just, I, I liked that intro to the game. It was a pretty cool, and she was like a pretty cool adversary to me. But I go ahead, go ahead. I think, like, if it, like, the only issue I had with her winning was I just mm -hmm. felt like, if I'm not mistaken, she wasn't in the game the whole time. And that's she, why I was she's the first boss you fight. She's the first boss you fight. And then, after, yeah, and it's, that's what I'm just like, damn, like, but the thing is that I, I understand it because that summer or whatever, mm -hmm. man, she had the, she had Twitter in a chokehold. An like, actual chokehold, leg lock, like, you everything. You couldn't go anywhere. And that's the thing is that, like, if we're talking about people, people who play their role so well that it did, like, Bro. she, she killed it. She killed Bro. The only issue I had was that we didn't have enough of like, it. That, like, that was the only issue. <laughs> like you, you know like you like you google the term and like you see like the search like the search history of the term like the popularity of it over the years i feel like during that time like mommy milkers might have peaked for some niggas bro horny yeah. motherfuckers was yeah. out in the streets in droves like they were going mm -hmm. insane they wanted to get choked stepped on cosplay was going crazy in the streets like to the lady actually performing shout out to her she did her thing but yeah. to the to the, to the horny dudes bro touch <laughs> grass touch grass bro please one time for the one time just a blade i just want a blade just put a blade in your hand just put a blade of grass just one time just do that real quick oh my gosh anyways <laughs> best audio design we had forza horizon 5 um which i probably agree with honestly just again just Cars and cars. What am I gonna do? Listen to yeah. games. I'm good. Yeah. Let, let, let me put my ear in this game and then go go put my ear with McLaren and stuff like that. Let's go like spot the difference. I'm I'm just gonna assume y'all did well. All right. Y'all did y'all damn thing. Uh, best to me. I'm about to say best score and music. We had near replicant. I'm not gonna say the whole version number because that's ridiculous. Uh, by yeah. Keichi Okabe. Uh, they won the uh, the best score, which I honestly don't don't have to disagree with. Like you know, what yeah. I'm saying like 
Video Japanese music in general is cool, but they be going in on the on the on the Japanese, Japanese composers music. got me in a chokehold, bro. Shout shout out to Yoko Shimomura, one of the Amazing. goats. Already know, already know. Best art direction we had: Kennebridge Spirit, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, The Artful Escape, and the winner, Deathloop. Let's go! I'm with it. I actually very much enjoyed like the the the, the like the 60s, 70s vibe, like all of the like the zany characters, different like. It, it, it just looks really really cool i still need to go back and finish it fully but it's really really cool looking like from the, from the rip i always like the vibe of, of how death loop just just look like aesthetically that's what i say I yeah agree. It, yeah it's definitely it was it's it, the style is just it's just i can't i, mm-hmm. I need to get the game i really need mm-hmm. to get the game because i mm-hmm. i i enjoy watching so many people play and i'm just like i i need to mm-hmm. just dive in myself facts and it, it's one of those games where it's like i like so much that i don't want to play on stream it's like yeah i know I, what you mean i like it so much that i want to be focused on all the details and focused on how to play as proficiently as possible and i'm not worried about i don't want to be worried about you know what i'm saying like the content for context sake content sake or getting distracted by talking to chat as much as i want to talk to yeah. chat i want to focus on all these little bits and pieces and being a detective and you know piecing all the clues together of this mystery of how you even got to this you know to, to the whole to your whole place and figuring out each location and what your role in all this it's a really good game really really fantastic shouts to our direction best narrative we had a whole host of games Deathloop, it takes two life is strange psychonauts 2 and the winner was marvel guardians of the galaxy now i must say this i from what people are saying i am ve- i was very wrong about how this game was turning out i was very very wrong i was also wrong. i, I think like by, by the way of the people who saw it were wrong by the way it was portrayed it looked very very basic and by the time people came out and started to give the um, impressions of it, they said it was very, very not. They said it was like a Mass Effect for on on, Mar- on Marvel side, like yeah, a lot of choice driven stuff. The narrative was great. The character, the characterization and portrayal of the Guardians of the Galaxy was probably one of the best outside of comic books ever. I'm hearing such a lot of great things, and I'm by Christmas I'm playing it. I will be playing yeah. it, so I'm gonna get my full just due. I will I have to say I'm sorry to everybody I have a slandered on that side for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I, and I will fully apologize when I play the game and I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? We see y'all. We see y'all. Um, right. Let's see. We're getting close to the end of it here. Best debut indie. We had Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, Valheim, and the winner, Kana, Bridge of Spirits, Ember Labs. You know what I'm saying? Black owned studio in the cut. We see ya. Kana, Bridge of Spirits. I like- Yes. 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 I, yes. I'm not even mad. Yes. I'm a huge Valheim fan. Yes. But like that that game was that game is pretty. I didn't know that was like when it yes. was when it was put in the in the nominees, I was like, damn, we're not winning this. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like, I saw Valheim was in there. I was like, oh lit. But then they were like, oh Kane. I was like, damn, I don't think we yep. got it. Cause Kane is really Bro, good. I didn't I'm know not going I'm not gonna lie. I was like scared because I wanted Kana to win. I really did, but I was like, "Yo, bro!" I'm like, I'm not sure if Kana got like that amount of love in terms of like you know that time in the limelight and like that mm-hmm. that run. I feel like it was kind of short where like you know Kana came out was released. People were talking about it for maybe like a couple of days and then like kind of faded off into the background. Heavily enjoyed that game. I played it on stream. I put it up on 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 YouTube and stuff like that. I will play this game again and again and again. I, I honestly am like in two minds. I'm like, yo, you could leave this as one single piece of content for life, or you could also make a sequel based on like another character in that same universe. I will be happy either way. The art direction, beautiful story, beautiful music, beautiful sound design, beautiful, wonderful bosses, hard as hell. Almost threw my damn controller on that first one. Great, <laughs> great, fantastic game. And it's their first game that came out. Ember Labs, take a bow, man. Take a bow. And they also won best indie overall, beating 12 minutes, Death's Door, Loop Hero, and Inscription. 
So they went back to back on the indie side. They did their damn thing. Shout out Amber Labs. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Uh, best ongoing game, of course. Final Fantasy fourteen did win. Uh, beat out Apex Wars on Fortnite and Genshin Impact. Uh, best game direction. We had It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. And the winner was Deathloop. Deathloop won best game direction, which I completely agree with. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was pretty closely contested between all of them. But Deathloop, just the, the design of all that game, the that, that raid system where you can have different people come in. Uh, just, just everything that, that came together in it. And again, the narrative I'm still, like, piecing together as we go has been really interesting so far. So... Deathloop again, take a bow. Yeah, I did your damn thing. I think it's Joseph McGuid is a he's a uh, an executive on that on the project. Uh, so shout out to him. Shout out to everybody that's there. Dope, dope. I did y'all thing. All right, and then we've made it to game of the year. Game of the year. We had Deathloop. It takes two. Metroid Dread. Psychonauts two. Ratchet and Clank. Lift apart. Rift apart. And uh, Resident Evil Village. And the winner was It Takes Two. He doubled, he said it again. He said, fuck the Oscars again, baby. Joseph Ferris coming from rags to riches. He wins, literally. He said it in his speech from 2017. He was just standing here for the first time talking about a way out and whatnot. And now he's winning the game of the year. Like, damn, bro. What a story. What a story. You love to see it. I I honestly am happy that it takes two one because I I played it me and Panda played it we still haven't beat it uh, we do plan on going back to it um on YouTube but it's it's just such a good game that it just it just it's just not only is it a good game for the story that it tells mm-hmm. but it's a good game if you like games because it has so many different callbacks callbacks to other games and it does it so mm-hmm. well that it's it's just a beautiful it's just a beautiful piece of work like I mm-hmm. I couldn't. I when it won, I was like really happy because it wasn't one of those things where it's like, damn, I can't believe this won. It's like I completely understand why this won. I'm just happy that we all see why it won. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely, flowers. It's it's an amazing game. If it didn't win, I would be like, you know, some people just didn't see it. But like, I'm happy that it because that is just, oh, it's such a good game. Absolutely, I I feel like again from everything I saw, I haven't played through this game fully, but everything I've seen from this game i watched like playthroughs already i was already so invested in the game i just watched the playthrough for the narrative i'm sorry like yeah sue me sue me if y'all want i don't care is <laughs> i don't even got no lawyer like that anyways but you're gonna win i'm not going to court uh <laughs> so just looking at every game from a narrative standpoint from a gameplay standpoint it looked it like from everything i saw they gave you something new to figure out and configure with the gameplay they added layers uh, on top of layers onto every level that you play the, the the again the narrative stayed really really strong the colors, the vibrancy of the world, like it just looked like a wow, wow ride from top to bottom. Joseph Ferris, Hazelight, take a bow, man. Y'all had a good one, man. And I'm glad that that he got game of the year. I'm glad they got game of the year because it was very well deserved. Very well. Yeah. All right. That's all the winners. Damn, we went through all of them hoes, bro. That was a lot of y'all. Y'all did everything y'all could. Now uh, we get to the most important part, the juiciest part of, of the game awards. We got to get to the reveals, man. The home stretch. Let's get to these uh, these reveals, man. All right. So I wanted to actually break this up into, you know, uh, a little bit a little bit of a, a quicker segment. Uh, we, we don't have to go through every single one, but I wanted to go through mm-hmm. marquee ones. But first and foremost, I wanted to talk about some of the sleeper reveals. If there are any uh, sleeper reveals, under the radar joints, things that people maybe uh, should be on the lookout for that they weren't possibly, you know, jumping at the bit to look at uh from the from when they first saw it at the trailer so maybe not the again not the major joints that that we've listed but some of the sleepers some of the, the under the radar ones that 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 may have come through the cracks and were like yo this might be a really really cool game going forward 
like i so the one that i saw was um have a nice death was really pretty mm-hmm. that one that one i never even heard of and i was like damn i actually really like this a lot um the like every single game that got announced I feel like I feel like a lot of the announcements were just sleepers because it wasn't any huge announcements. A lot of them were just like, this is something completely new. And some mm. of them were like really, really interesting concepts that I can't wait to see them flesh out mm. like Arc Raiders. Like, I can't wait to see yeah. that, that in, the, in, the, in, the, in its full entirety because I'm excited for that because mm. it reminds me of other games that I've played. And I'm really happy because there's only one really big re- one game that I thought was a big reveal. Mm. Everything else felt like it was just a good a good medium like we have a lot of good stuff coming to you if you mm. if you want it i feel that i feel that i feel that uh i will agree uh have a nice death is a it was a really good looking one it was like a nice like again like hollow knight roguelite type type of type of deal it looked really cool a lot of humorous parts in it as well uh i haven't played too many roguelites over the past few years but this game makes me really, really interested in terms of like again the art style the gameplay like look like my boy grim from billy and mandy it just looks like a dope ass game. I feel like mm-hmm. I would really like to get into it. Like that looks really cool. Um, what's another one? Thirsty suitors. Thirsty suitors. I was low key interested in like a lot. Like it just looked over the top. I'm pretty sure um that comes from the same people that made uh uh what remains of Edith Edith Finch and uh mm-hmm. the Outer Wilds and Apparent Interactive. They uh they're making that I game. Own the Outer Wilds. Yep, they did the same company. They're making um um what's it called Thirsty Suitors and. It just looks over the top fun. It just looks over the top fun. Like just again, a really cool, vibrant, zany version of, you know, uh, a beat em up version of like uh, Scott Pilgrim. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that that kind of style of game, you, you go in around and scrapping random people. You got your auntie, you know what I'm saying? Clean and jerking tires and stuff in a whole trailer. Yeah. You're doing backflips to catch a knife. It's really out there. But again, just the core aspect of, you know, the beat em up elements mixed with that whole world. It looks like a fun game to play. It looks like a really, really fun game to play. I like that one a lot. And then the other one I'll also mention, I think it was called Tachia. T-C-H-I-A. T-C-H-I-A. Yeah. All right. Call me what you want. Say what you will. But this game looks relaxing as hell. And I will definitely play this yeah. in my off time. I would I would so play this. Like, it just looked like she was just, again, like Island Farron. She was she was doing like somersaults and backflips and twirls off an island into a parachute. Like, she had the skills to pay the bills. She was doing all this, like, cool stuff. It just looks like a really fun and relaxing game. A nice environment. And I feel like that's like a cool game to decompress. I said that on stream. That would be a very awesome game to decompress with. So, out of, out of those, I think those are like my favorite sleeper hits or ones that you know weren't as i guess prominent in terms of you know the popularity contest goals or what people were excited for all, all off the rip like that so definitely those yeah. were up there definitely those were up there and before we jump into the big heads i wanted to get your opinion on some things that shouldn't even have been in the show let's get your take on what shouldn't even have been at the game awards to possibly cut that three hours down into you know maybe a solid two two ten could have been but what, what shouldn't have been in there bro um, uh no movie trailers um, I understand that maybe the Guillermo del Toro trailer was there mostly for the fact to get him to do the, the, the game awards. Mm. Um, I love Hideo Kojima a lot, but when he showed up and he was like, I'm not here for anything besides to shout out my boy. I was just like, yo, you guys are playing with me right now. Um, this nigga like, wasted I, a whole minute 30 to say, hey, man, appreciate y'all for supporting me. Uh, I'm here to introduce my friend who's also on video. Peace, y'all. Like, hey, what are you here for? I it It's a good... It's a good movie trailer, but like I don't think we need that many trailers. I don't think we need that many ads. Um, there was just there was just a lot of time that could have been used 
fluff. Like it was, it was so much fluff. And it's like, if you're not gonna drop like the next Xbox or something crazy to make me wait three these three hours to end it on like the Matrix mm-hmm. again, didn't even need that. I I, I, I get it as a cool I, I get it's a cool thing that they they released. Yeah, Unreal Five. Uh, don't yeah don't I'm not discrediting that Unreal Engine Five and that application of it looks fantastic. It looks dope. amazing. Great. But um, in the grand context, why do you end a show off like that? Why do you put that at the very end? Why do you put that at the tail end of a show when the big hitters are supposed to come out? Why? Like, it just it just felt very bloated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, cutting back on things that aren't necessarily games. Um, just 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 there's just a lot of a lot of things. Like, uh, less performances too. They were cool, but like, yeah. I, the thing is, I don't really like award shows to be to begin with. So mm-hmm. because of things like we have all these extra performances and I'm like, I love the song from Arcane, but like we're talking all about Arcane here. We're not even talking about League of Legends for the first beginning of the thing. Nah. We're just talking about the show. And I'm like, I get it. It's it's a uh-huh. show about games. And like, I think it was a great performance, but I was, it, it's, it shouldn't be three hours. That's just Should my not. biggest thing is that like, we got to cut something. It, it shouldn't be a three hour program. And also the thing that pisses me off. I'm like, yo, they got all these dope performers in there, but the crowds be so dead. And it gets me every time, whether they're at E3 or they're at a TwitchCon. Or whatever. These crowds be so dead for some dope ass performances. Like when Jid came out, I was like, "Oh shoot, it's Jiddy Jid. Oh, we out here. Yeah. Okay, he doing his thing." And then the crowd just ah, and sit back down, dude. Yeah, dead. Yeah. And I'm like, "Bro, come on, y'all getting all these performances? Y'all might as well turn up for at least a good minute forty five, and then let it be let let it be for the rest of the show. Like, come on now. It's it's just there's a lot of things that could be removed to save time in, in that case. And if you got to know your audience to a certain extent, if I'm Jeff, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I was him, I'm like, yo, I'm cutting half this stuff, bro. Like, I will keep sting. We'll keep so many emotional performances. You know what I'm saying? You can keep, you can keep that stuff, remove the death, the death metal where I got to require holy water to pour over my ears to listen to cut that yeah. shit out. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? Just, just cut it down like two fifteen, two thirty 230 max. Even, even like the trailer for, uh, uh, the suicide squad game, the the, uh, the minute the first minute thirty was showing off Amanda Amanda Waller the, the voice actor from yeah. Amanda Waller which shout is, out to her though she's job. dope yeah no she's awesome I love it. I love mm-hmm. her but it was like when I remember I was showing my girlfriend the trailer I was like I skipped a minute thirty to show her the trailer and she was like why mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa skip back go back go back facts. and I showed her like we watched the minute yeah. thirty and she was like oh they didn't even, they didn't need yeah that. facts like, yeah, no, why why don't you watch that minute thirty <laughs> yeah I was like we they, there's just there's just a lot that they could cut down uh-huh. a lot that they could cut down one hundred percent uh. In my opinion, there was a couple of I, I will. You covered a lot of stuff I agree with. I'm also gonna throw in Crossfire X, bro. Just drop the damn game. I'm tired of seeing trailers, y'all. Y'all show up every damn year. Y'all show up every year with the same one to two campaign trailers, bro. I'm t- I'm tired of seeing it. Just drop the game already, Crossfire. I'm here. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm a- I'm actually interested to see if you're gonna be a good shooter or not. I'm I want y'all to do well, but stop showing us stuff, bro. Just get just get out there. Yeah. Just get out there. Just give us one final trailer, like a week before y'all release, and then that's it. That's all I want for y'all. Um, Blood Hunt. Very, very fantastic game. And I liked it because it gave me a reminder of because we was playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Suck, yeah. suck, suck squad. We out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we doing, you know, doing our thing out there and shit, shit like that. Pause. But, like, <laughs> I, that did not have to be, that, that didn't have to be in it. It didn't have to be in there. It really, really, really did not have to be, uh, you know, in the show like that with the whole two-minute spot. You, you could have yeah. just gave it, like, a whole announcement on the pre-show. You could have made it an ad space way shorter or not even on it whatsoever dying light 2 cool cinematic but you could have just had this for the final build up the game's coming out the game is coming out we know rosario Doss is in there like you didn't need this whole cinematic you could have saved this whole cinematic for a tv spot in like you know in 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 the early part of next year you could have saved it for january 
I'm gonna say there's like a playoff or a college championship. You know what I'm saying? Like CFB, the football, the football um, of college championship. Could have saved that. Like yeah. did that. And last one, Cuphead DLC. That was like a year and a half. Y'all was waiting for that. Um, I don't care about Cuphead, and it it should, the fact that everybody was waiting a year and a half who actually likes Cuphead. Y'all should just made an announcement and went y'all separate ways. Y'all had a whole song. Y'all had the whole 1950s flappers and whatnot. Y'all had everybody come out for this performance, and then y'all did a whole other trailer. That was like a good seven to eight minutes of our time. We didn't need that Cuphead. We didn't need it. We didn't. I I love Cuphead, but again, I I also agree. Like it doesn't it if we if you could have saved me an hour last night, I would have rather just watched the Cuphead thing on my own time. You could have just dropped the trailer on YouTube separately, and people would have still had yeah. the same level of reception for it. It is what it is. But yeah, all right, that's out the way. Let's let's go through the major announcements really quickly. The major announcements. First of all, they started off the show hot. Hellblade 2 Senua's Saga. Ninja Theory dropped the first gameplay look at Senua's Saga. She is, she rolling 30 deep. She facing whole attack on Titan, 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 swim from the ocean and stuff like that. It looks amazing. The game looks gritty. She's still got the voices in her head like Randy Orton. She's out there. How do you feel about it, man? How, how, how's it, how's it um, looking to you? I still got to play the first one, but it looks mm. pretty. It, it, it is a very interesting world. Mm. I can't wait to see it. I got to see it in, I got to see it for myself. Mm. Um, but I haven't played the first one, but I definitely am interested in picking it up. I highly recommend it. I was, uh, the only reason I don't like it in some parts is because of the puzzles, but puzzles are puzzles I'll solve eventually. Everything else yeah. about it was fantastic. Everything about, it, again, the world to the, the, the looks of it to like the unsettling nature of all the stuff, the little horror elements there and there, like the fighting styles, the actual gameplay loops, dope. I loved every second of it. And it looks like they just one up in it now. Like I am, I am very looking forward to it. I'm not usually one that's there for like the, you know, the horror elements or the one that's like a little bit scarier and stuff like that, but it looked amazing. It looks like it's going to pick up. She actually has like people with her. So maybe I'll be less scared because she has like an actual team that she's going to send to death as she, you know, combats with her multiple voices trying to figure yeah. out what to do next. It's going to be a dope game though. It's going to be a dope game. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Hellblade is going to be one to watch and I'm out there for it uh next one up on the docket star wars eclipse now i have i have a very very valid concern and hope let's let, let me talk about it though so the trailer did drop for star wars eclipse we got a whole lot of looks at uh you know what i'm saying star wars during the high republic era we got a lot of different views we got young boy yoda when he was at the you know nice bright age of 700 years old you know what i'm saying we got a lot of different looks of uh you know the markets the streets of course, on all that olden people and stuff. High Republic was looking great. And then it came to the end of the trailer, you know what I'm saying? Star Wars Eclipse by Quantic Dream. Now, let, let me talk about it. Let me talk about it. I understand there might be a fear here, but I'm on the other side of it, okay? Listen, I, I, according to some reports, according mm -hmm. to some reports, Star Wars Eclipse could be an action-adventure game but it's it's actually you know more akin to stuff 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 that's away from Quantic Dream. If it is, I'm gonna be pissed. But I think there's a chance that the Star Wars Eclipse game will be actually action based and not like you know like like Detroit Become Human where you just move around a certain one little area. You know what I'm saying? Pick something up and do little button presses here and there. I actually think it's gonna be more in the vein of Fallen Order and it's gonna actually have you know more gameplay loops to it. That's what I believe. Uh, like 60%, like 60%, 60-40, I believe it'll be like that. And if it is, I'm going to need y'all to like back up 10 steps and chill out. Y'all need to get off this game's jock if that's the case. But if it's not, 
I'm joining y'all. Forget <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up, but I really, really hope, fingers crossed, in my high, like, heart, heart of hearts, that this is really, like, that more Fallen Order type gameplay. I really want that. I, I Again, Young Yoda, High Republic area is a really interesting time in the Star Wars universe, Star Wars timeline and all that. It would be good to see it in an actual playable sense in terms of me moving around and not being able to, you know, look at dialogue trees. I don't want that. I want actual gameplay. But Eclipse, we're, we're, we're waiting to see it. We're waiting to see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, the thing with me in Star Wars games is, like, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I get too mm. hyped for them, and then they end up not even releasing. So I'll, that I'll, true. I'll believe it when I see it. That's fair. That's fair. Do you play Fallen Order? I have played. It's really good, and it's a really good game. But like before that, what was? Oh yeah, really good Star Wars. Yeah, Uh, like Battlefront Two after they fixed it. But that's beside the point. That that's way that's way after they fixed it. Yeah, literally, it's with it's with that qualifier. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Yeah, literally, yeah, I I understand. Especially it's like single player story. It's been a long time since we had consistently, you know, a good streak of Star Wars games. Uh, or at least mm-hmm. a narrative-based one that isn't like, you know, a whole multiplayer war shooter or something like that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. It's out there, it's out there. Uh, next up, we had a quick reveal. We saw a quick 30 seconds. We saw a little shield, a little a little ar- armor bracer and stuff like that. And it was revealed that Wonder Woman is now being developed as a game. Is being developed by, uh, I completely forget the name of the studio, forgive me. But they are the people behind Shadow of Mordor, the Middle-Earth series, Shadow of War, and Shadow, uh, Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth. Um, when, how do you feel about it? Um, excited, but again, with with that and like a, some other trailers from the the thing, I gotta see the gameplay. Um, really Great. happy that it's a thing, but I, until I see it, if if it's if they do the same formula as Shadows of War, it's gonna be a great game. Um, but I have yet to see. We gotta see what happens. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I agree, but. I'm going to do my speculating because why the fuck not? Uh, At the end of the day, we do need gameplay. Uh, Game studios, we do need gameplay. At some point, we will need it. Just give, If you're just going to give me a title title screen, give me a release window with that. And if you're not going to give me a release window, give me a gameplay snippet. Thank you very much. Uh, Wonder Woman, though, developed by Monolith. Thank you. Uh, Monolith, again, they have a really good track record. They've done a lot of good things with the Shadow of War series. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do. Wonder Woman is a really good character, and I feel like it's a good pairing in terms of the studio and their track record of what they've done in terms of games and the the property that is Wonder Woman, the enemies that she could face, the you know the, the world that she might be in. That could be a really, really nice match made in heaven, and I'm interested to see where they develop. Uh, again, we don't have anything to go off of besides that tile screen, but given the track record of Monolith, I think this is going to be one to watch out for. This could be a really, really nice game. And I feel like it, sure. it might, it, it's going to be, I feel like it might be another situation where it's like Middle Earth, like it'll creep up on people like, oh, they made a Middle Earth game or a Wonder Woman game, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then we'll play it. And I'm like, oh, shoot, this is crazy. All this type of nemesis system and all that stuff is in there. Like, there's going to be some really, uh, I think, cool stuff that might be coming with this one. So I'm, a, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's out there. Uh, next up on the docket, Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 is officially confirmed. The long-awaited sequel is coming 2023. Sam Lake and the people at Remedy are, are really on board with this. They're coming back full force. Uh, I, I was about to say, it's, it's going to be a full-fledged survival horror game, actually, for the first time in the series history. It's going to uh, deviate from more that action-y with some horror elements type of uh, gameplay to a full-on survival horror game. Yeah, one flashlight. Uh, Alan, Alan was in the trailer looking real, real distraught. In the, in the middle of the streets and crime scenes with one damn light bulb and stuff. He even had a regular flashlight on him. Like he was back in time in the 1840s. When, how you feeling about this? Uh, never played them. 
interested in them, mm. but um, I'm excited that they're getting a new game. But I, I I'll try it out whenever I get the chance. But I never played mm. them. The remaster came out recently, or I, I think it planned to come out soon. I, off the top of my head, I don't remember, but I highly suggest you do. It's a really cool game. Really, really cool game. I definitely, I definitely am interested. Mm-hmm. They have really, really good narrative. Again, the gameplay is pretty simple. Point, flashlight, move somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The mechanics are very basic, but the whole narrative story, the world around around that stuff is a dope. It's a, it's, it's a, honestly a dope experience to get into. Let me see. So that one's good. Uh, Nightingale. Nightingale uh, looked, uh, it was a survival crafting game. It was spanning several worlds. It was like that one chick with like, she kind of like landed. She, she, she had like these olden clothes on. Then she switched yeah. into the portal. Then she ended up like, looking like a 1940s like war medic. Then she switched to another yeah. one. She's fighting all these damn bat monsters looking real weird. Uh, again, just survival crafting uh, connected by portals. It, it, it kind of felt to me like the forest mixed with like civilization or Asian empires. It looked like you was kind of yeah. progressing through eras. Look, look pretty cool. I, I don't, I don't think I'm particularly interested in it, but it had a nice little like look to it. It might capture some people's eyes. How you felt about it? It looked really fun. It, like I love base building, mm-hmm. but I need to see this these mechanics in action before, like, because it can either be really, really cool or it can be really, mm-hmm. really clunky. So I am interested in it. I'll keep it bookmarked, but I'm definitely like not, mm-hmm. not holding my breath. Word, word. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Night- Nightingale's like, yeah. I saw it. I was like, interesting style and, and aesthetic to it, but I don't feel like I'm particularly interested in the game itself. It is what it is. Um, this one wasn't on the show notes, but I just do want to put a quick note in. Uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, remake is coming to PC. <laughs> PC niggas get mad. I'm about to say mm-hmm. PC niggas here. PlayStation, PlayStation fanboys, eat your heart out. PlayStation fanboys, just <sighs> drink it in, man. <laughs> drink it in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I figured that was gonna be that was gonna happen. I just didn't see the epic uh partnership but mm-hmm. if they got the money why not yeah like, i don't know it, it doesn't change it anything yeah. to the pc players i'll just i seen the i seen the comments and i'm like yo they people hating on epic like that like really like they was really mad it's it was just, on epic game store i'm like damn what's the hot what's the people fuss have, people have a lot of issues with launchers and they're very like mm. niche problems yeah to them it's like the end of the world to me like i have bigger problems to worry about than the launcher like I'll bro just download it. if not i just won't play they it. was re- like, I don't they was really play. tight they was like i was looking in the comments of it of, of, of a thread too and it was like yo bro i like this is the worst thing that could happen man i, I can't wait till it comes on steam even if it might it might not even come on steam and it was just like real tight about it i'm like nigga just download epic bro, just- bro. like stop what the you fuck up, bro? Get a PS5. Like you can't have everything in the world. The facts, bro. Stop being a little bitch, on. bro. Like, like whatever. Literally, I'm like, it is what it is, bro. You already know Square is like, you know, in tight with with Epic Game Store because Kingdom Hearts is already on Epic Game Store. Like, so you could have you could have seen that one coming. Yeah. It's like y'all, y'all complaining too much, bro. Like, download another launcher. You know what I'm saying? Just game. just delete the porn off your computer. You have enough room. All right, you have enough It'll room to right. download another launcher. Relax. That's cool uh sonic frontiers sonic is definitely back uh in his first open world adventure in a while and i'm pretty sure this trailer leaked like a whole like solid ass year ago so we definitely seen this already you know in some form or fashion elite came back and uh you know now he's he's there open world uh looking around doing his things going real fast uh you know saying giving life lessons telling niggas to get out of there uh how how do you feel starfall island baby I like the idea because Sonic, I feel like, I'm not a big fan of 3D Sonic games, but I feel like with an open world, it would be Mm. more accessible because I always had an issue with the 3D Sonic games just not being fun because it's hard to traverse moving really fast. Mm. But uh, we'll see where this goes. I'm excited. Sonic games are very 50-50. It's either going to be really fun or it's going to suck. So 50-50. I would have said 
3070. I would have said 3070. I would have said something worse. It's a horrible track record, but uh, they they keep making them, and I'll keep trying them. I don't. I, I want a good Sonic game, and if you're willing to make more Sonic games, I'll try them out. I I I do as well, but it's like dog. Y'all gotta at some point, man. Y'all get it right. You gotta figure out what works at this maybe, point. Yeah, maybe in maybe in uh maybe in eight years. I don't know. We we gotta put the rock in there or something like that for these niggas. I don't know. They gotta yeah. get some type of boost. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh switch gears and talk a little bit a second about my personal uh top one or top two at least uh announcements of the whole show. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League official gameplay trailer. This game looked just mwah. oh it yeah really, it's the best reveal and yes hands down like it, it was fantastic again the characters look like they're on full display it looks dope uh the, the the thing i liked about this trailer is that it just showcased how smooth and how traversable everything is gonna be when you're actually in the weeds like it looks like every character is going to have, again, their mode of getting around. A lot of verticality, a lot of craziness in terms of, you know, the the, the enemies, they're everywhere. They're going to be all over the place. And it's not just going to be like a cover shooter where you're going to be like, you know, with the squad, just locked in with certain yeah. things. You're going to have to fight, you know what I'm saying, really zany and really, like, wild situations. You got, you know, yeah, um, what is this, Deadshot? Yeah, Deadshot way up in the air on flight. I was about to say, you got Captain Boomerang all running up and down the streets with super speed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it just looks very, very, very incredibly interactive. It feels. I'm trying to put my finger on it, man. It's like, oh like my. Sunset Overdrive. Sun, thank you, thank you, man. You took the word right out of my mouth, overdrive. man. It just feels Sunset Overdrive-ish, where it's like a lot of hectic and fast movement, nonstop, you know, types of things, and it just looks dope. It looks fantastic. It looks, it looks absolutely it looks like fantastic, man. One hundred percent. Not many people can make fun, like fun looking trailers. Some games, mm-hmm. like some trailers, like this just looks like I want to play it. And that's, that's Facts. all you need is a trailer that makes you want to play the game. Facts. Facts. I was already very intrigued again by the narrative and by the, how, how they're making this whole, this whole thing look. Besides the uh, actual, you know, uh, Justice League characters who are taken over by Brainiac, uh, you know, assuming. I wonder what other enemies might, might, might pop up, what uh, drones or Brainiac might be, uh, be there. Just looking at Captain Boomerang, just again, tele- do a teleport, jump up to the thing, shoot 10 people, and then do a whole power slide down. Like, seeing King Shark get up there with the hops, like, yeah. this game looks insanely good. It just looks mm-hmm. insanely good, man. I, I have nothing, nothing but a, a lot more confidence, uh, you know, if not even more excitement coming from this trailer, man. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic, fantastic. Beautiful, and I can't cannot wait for this one. I believe what twenty twenty two release window. No, no exact date yet. Like that, yeah. Beautiful, wonderful. Love to see it. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a five out of five expectation for me. Uh, in terms of excitement. Next one up, Forspoken. Forspoken from Square Enix. We got more gameplay on this. This was also in my top three. This was also in my top three in terms of trails and gameplay. Uh, got a little bit more about the narrative. Uh, this girl's flannel is dusty as hell, but that's beside the point. Uh, mm-hmm. she, she's, she's just dropped right into the world. Like, again, it just looks amazing. Looks really, really good. What I really was, uh, you know, what really caught my eye was a lot of the special effects and a lot of the magical effects in there. It was just really flashy, really, really good looking, smooth. Uh, it just looks fantastic. It looks like something I really want to get into. Like, she was literally had a 50 clip on her wrist on a special yeah. bracer, and she was shooting a whole dragon, bro. I was like, yeah. Yeah, this is this is very very good. This is very very nice. Another another trailer that was like this just looks fun to play and like mm-hmm. that's all you need. This is just a really good. It looks like a really fun game. Yep, one one hundred percent. And I'm just like, 
again the, the thing that always strikes me about this game is the effects man the effects just look so so smooth so good mm -hmm. and it looks like again you, you're gonna have a plethora of enemies to fight you're gonna have a lot of ways to get around the map it just looks it looks like it's 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 open but it's open enough for you to you know not feel bored by you know uh, just just things it feels like it's filled with enough stuff to, to get around in terms of the traversal it, it won't feel like a hassle to get around the, the open world the weather effects are looking insane she's fighting actual you know what i'm saying like whole nerve endings and stuff in the streets like yeah. she she's doing her thing bro like forespoken is looking like a really interesting title that's going to come through uh again another one i'm very very excited for may 24th 2022 that that spring to summer period is looking stacked by the day oh my gosh yeah ridiculousness uh i want to let you take the lead on this next one warhammer 40k space marine 2 uh so I won't... talk about it I won't talk too much about it just because the reason this is so special to me was isn't just because of the fact that like the first game was really, really was really well received, but it wasn't super popular. And it's mm -hmm. one of those things where it's like, I was just never expecting this game to get a sequel. The Warhammer games, if you're a, a fan of Warhammer, the franchise is kind of living strong, but the games themselves never really passed one or two games. So I was never expecting to see this. But a third-person Warhammer game is exactly what I feel like it needs to bring people into the fold of this universe. It is a really well-made game. The first one is on PC and, like, on PS3. It, was, it came out in the PS3 era. I am excited to see where they go with this, and I hope that this continues on because it is a very important story, and it is, it is, it's just, I think it's going to be a great game. If it's anything like the mm -hmm. first one, I just can only see it being great. Got you. And... I was really talking about this when I was watching it live. I'm not particularly a fan of Warhammer, but I've always said the trailers and the you know the world has always looked really really interesting to me. But I've just never been a super fan of RTS. I've never been you know that keen to get into it based off of that. It's always you know intrigued me and caught my eye, but I never committed because of you know the RTS thing. I never wanted to get too deep in the weeds on that. And that's just on me. That's just my preference. It is what it is. I'll probably yeah. play RTS stuff one more often one day. But that's yeah. how it was. But I was like, yo, if you had like a third person game or some some type of narrative game where, you know, I'm actually controlling the, the dude and I'm actually, like, you know, fighting fighting these hordes or whatever these damn enemies are, I will be yeah. more prone as an outsider looking in to jump into this game and see what the Warhammer world's all, world's all about. And I feel like that's kind of like that good gateway drug to get into the actual series, to get into more of the RTS games and to discover more of the world. I feel like this could be that perfect segue for a lot of people, like you said before, like you hit it on the head. For me, like, you know, what I'm saying, as a casual to the series, this might be the perfect end for Warhammer. Yeah, and that's the thing is that the first game was really well, but like the the thing is you I could never recommend it to anybody because I was just like, I don't think they're ever gonna make another sequel, but now I can actually recommend it. So I'm really excited for that. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Love to see it. Love to see it, man. Warhammer finally got a reason to, you know what I'm saying, look out for you fully. We out there. Mm -hmm. Next one up. Uh what is it? What is Saint Saint Aliso? Saint Aliso and Saints mm -hmm. Row? The Saints Row reboot, I am, I'm conflicted about this one. This one wasn't in my top five. I, I don't even think it was in my, it might, have been, it might have just made my top 10 in terms of trailers for the Game Awards. I, I don't know uh, what's, you know, what's missing from this, but something's missing from this that doesn't feel super, you know, Saints Row-ish. I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but it doesn't feel quite there. I I think the game is going to speak for itself when it comes out. Uh, mm. I have faith in it. Uh, I don't think that they can make it. If they just, I think that they can make a good Saints Row game. I think it's just a great. I think it's going to be a good reboot. That's what I think mm. it is. I don't know if it's going to knock anybody's socks off. But I think it's going to be yeah. a great way to refresh this franchise. Um, I saw a lot of people saying like, "Doesn't look good." Like, like I I'm not. 
I'm not bagging on this at all. I think it's gonna be. Right. I think it's gonna be a reboot. Um, mostly just because like they they've gone so far up that I think starting back fresh, if it's not as crazy or as flashy as the other ones, I think it's fine because mm. I think we need that. We need to start back at the bottom before we can build up again. You know what? Again, a very very good point. Again, with the fact that it's a reboot, I feel like that actually could be a very very smart strategy by again offering some grounded level of craziness but still keeping yeah. it you know keeping it a little bit uh not not necessarily limited but round off the scope at some certain point because with the whole reboot of the series you have to go up somewhere you can't just escalate yeah. to a 10 and es- expect to escalate to another 10 when there's only like you know 15 in the tank at max level you're gonna have to you know probably go to like a you know again seven in terms of intensity and whatever you offer and then go into another level and go to another level to another level so now that you put it in that perspective, it, I, I feel like I could have a, a, a different take on this going forward. It just looked like it wasn't exactly, you know, the, the same story I remember in my head, which is probably like the craziest moments and the craziest, you know, yeah. like the high octane level of it. But considering that 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 the reboot was coming in, it might be, you know, that reimagining on a more grounded level first, had that foundation built up first in this one. I feel like I, I can have a better perception of it going forward. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah it's around i do want it to do well though i'm not i'm not going to sit mm-hmm. here and discredit it i do want it to do fantastic bet uh next one up tiny tina's wonderlands uh again more another game pretty trailer i i just want this game to come out at this point i'm a big fan of borderlands but you too you as well you're a big fan of borderlands so it's I, like a, i am a big fan of borderlands but i'm very cynical now like i just i see Borderlands yeah. stuff and i'm like I, i'll wait i'll exactly. wait to see what people think exactly i want in my heart of hearts i do want to get excited i want it to be good but i know that like we saw three we saw what happened with three so i'm like i I haven't touched three in more than a year now oh yeah not i used to i used to replay two all the time after i was just kind of like i well i don't have much to look forward to i feel like and that's and that's a good bit of the actual community who enjoyed you know the borderland series like we got in got in with one got in with you know Somewhere in that midpoint, two was crack. Two was absolute crack rock. We was on that like crazy replays, all that stuff, all the DLC. You know what I'm saying? Like tales. I'm about to say tales from Borderlands. I even played that joint. That was fun. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Telltale series. I played everything um, up until the pre yeah pre sequel. And yeah, yeah three sequel was okay. And then 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 it was just like after like once I, once I got to three, I kind of just I was yep. I'm just like all right. Well, I'll just I'll wait to see if people like this one. I'll buy it, but I'll I'll Facts. wait. To see. I'm not I'm not gonna take that big risk on it. Mm-hmm. And and again for for uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, they're kind of going back to one, again one of the best DLCs, if not the best DLC drop from the entire series, uh, basing it off that, adding a lot of different enemy types. It looks like uh, I want to see what the character creation looks like in real time. I feel like we've gotten some looks at it, but haven't gotten it in full or haven't have it in full display. I I want to see how that plays out. But, you know, it looks pretty cool. It has, you know, the whole D&D board where you travel across it before you actually end up in certain levels. It looks level-based, repeatable dungeons. Uh, again, the characters you know and love are in there in different capacities. The Torgs, the Tiny Tinas, the Bricks, all that stuff. Uh, you can choose your own character this time. Uh, create your own, you know, class setups and stuff. It looks pretty customizable. I'm interested, again, but not going to get my hopes too high because I've seen what the last Borderlands title did and wasn't too impressed uh, it wasn't too over the moon with it, a little bit disappointed, but I'm hoping this one can be crazy. Hoping this one can actually live up to some, uh, you know, expectations and go, 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 go next level. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll wait to see. I'm, I'm just like, I, I, if I really want to scratch that itch, it just seems it looks like a lot of three, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I could just play three. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And the last major announcement uh, that I got on the list, there was some we missed, but other was like, yeah, it is what it is. Who cares? Uh, anyways, <laughs> we have Ark Raiders. Ark Raiders was officially revealed uh, at the Game Awards. Uh, very, very interesting uh, look. Just a uh, very, very vibrant world. Well, not, not well, not vibrant world, but like distraught world, but just different look, gritty, kind of gritty, but yeah. also there's some beautiful set pieces and stuff. Uh, I would say vibrant color schemes in terms of certain certain parts of the the, the trailer. I will say that it feels like I I don't know exactly how to put my uh, put my finger on it, but some of it's uh, like like really really interesting. I don't know exactly what I'm even looking at in terms of certain gameplay stuff, but really interesting stuff when talk about it i know i know, I know you had a, a particular I, eye on this i saw this and i don't know if you ever played a game called lost planet but lost oh planet lost, yeah, 2, yeah yeah lost planet 2 this gave me big lost planet 2 vibes it was just like you're just like a small guy mm. trying to fight these big monsters and you get like a grapple hook and like you mm. have all these different like loadouts and you can like, yeah. like you can play with friends it just looks like a great big sandbox and the reason mm. i put this on my watch list and like i i want to keep up with it is just because Outside of story, this just already looks fun to me, and I the, the gameplay is fun. I could easily spend hours just taking down big robots with like grapple yep. hooks and stuff. Yeah, I'm not so gonna I'm lie. Excited for that. Yeah, from from like from the gameplay I'm watching right now, just to rejog re my memory and stuff like that. Oh yeah, this is the trailer with that whole spider from Wild Wild West, man. I thought Will Smith was yeah. in there. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, um, again, co-op co-op based. Again, the world looks really really open it looks it looks really dope i'm not even gonna lie like it's just interesting yeah. i'm wondering what like the crux of you know like the, the gameplay just kind of like raid bosses or something like that kind of like a, a a destiny style thing where like you kind of go out complete missions in the world come back to a certain base is it a yeah. you know more of a narrative based thing uh these boys look like they on the run from all these types all these types of robot shooting rockets i'm again just very intrigued to see what the narrative might be a part of this what's going to be a part of that world building uh uh, the aspect honestly, tied together if, if it's like a survival game i would be content like it doesn't even mm. like, i don't even need narrative i just need i just need reasons to explore this world mm. like i i'm excited for it i can't wait i can't wait for it but obviously it's, it's a while a ways out and we still don't really even know a lot of it because yeah. just gotta know yeah facts where is more gameplay we got a little bit actually mm. which is surprising for yeah. a new game that just got announced out of, out of the blue which is more than i could say for some of these motherfuckers that was in here but you know, I just just need more. We just need more. We just need more. But yeah, um, that's all I had for uh the reveals and announcements. I know there was a couple more like uh what's the name the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Like it's just gonna be Dead by Daylight. I I, I will yeah. I'll, I'll check it out for like a day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Scare some niggas go <laughs> for like ten minutes and then get off. Uh, do that stuff. Uh, but besides that, that was the Game Awards. Overall thoughts on the show. What was your letter grade? What was your favorite showing from the from the uh, actual presentation? Uh, what what's your overall take? Um, I definitely think it was a C, just because it was just way too long for all the stuff that was shown off. Like it's just, it's just not enough content for the amount of time mm. that I was watching it for. I say the mm. best showing was definitely Suicide Squad. They definitely stole the show. Like after like, I don't even care. I don't even know what they announced mm. after that. Like who won or anything. I was just too busy thinking about that game um i'm happy for all the indies that got shown off and i'm happy for all the new stuff that we're gonna get to see but it's definitely like it seems like a build-up year like a like a warm-up year yep it, exactly and I, I i agree you actually gave it a harsher grade than i was gonna give i was gonna go c plus 
I was gonna go C plus. I was actually gonna redeem it with some of the some of the I'll reveals. I was like, oh damn, damn, shoot, all right. I, I well, I'll say C plus just for the fact that I I I'm trying to be more optimistic about some of the reveals that was coming, and you know, if certain things change, we're like again for example the 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 star wars eclipse game if that's like a true quantic dream game where it's like i had to walk around and make decisions and not actually move around and have jedi fights like proper i'm gonna be pissed off and i'm gonna come back and give this like a, a c minus or a d uh but i'll be more positive on that side and give a c plus there were some good reveals but still very long-winded show uh, a lot of filler parts in there that shouldn't have been in there you could have given uh, you know uh, a lot more condensed sections for some of these reveals maybe more uh spotlights for a couple of them you know leave them uh, elsewhere I'm, I think I think Jeff was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like five Elden Ring level announcements. And there was probably like one other one, maybe yeah. max, max one, even if you want to stretch it like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there was a little bit of cap on that side of the field, uh, but it's all good. It's all good. I feel like, again, C plus show. Uh, let, yeah. Letter grade C plus overall thoughts. Decent show. Still very, very long winded. Could have condensed it a little bit more. Best showing Suicide Squad. Hands down. Uh, Sleeper hits, I will say, uh, what's it called? Have a nice death. Have a nice death is out there. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Thirsty Suitors is out there. Tachia. Synced off planet was also one I didn't talk about. That was also there. It's like the, the companion shooter. You're like, like one of your like, like dudes you can spawn next to. And they were kind of having like, like, like companion based fights. One put up a shield. Yeah. Another one kind of did like a whole ground and pound attack. It looked like a pretty cool shooter. Uh, that was mm -hmm. one. And a Rumbleverse, which actually I got a, I got a tester code for. I'm about to play that literally probably this weekend. So I'm about to see what it is. I thought it was like a, just like a like a a uh, knockout city style game where it's like you just have four v four grappling, but it's actually a battle yeah. royale. So it's like an OG battle royale where it's like yo, you you with the hand, you with the hand, the fisticuffs and stuff like that. So I'm interested to see how that plays. It could be a nice little game for a little bit in the rotation. Uh, otherwise, that's another one in the bag, and uh, you know a little bit of a lukewarm ending to the announcements and major updates for 2021. 2022 is going to be absolutely insane, but I think that's going to be something we're going to talk about for either one one or the one episode or the one episode after that before this year is out. Absolutely. Oh man, that is insane. But that is it. That was our takes. Uh, damn. Episode one of No Cooldown is it's in the books, man. I got nothing left on my show notes. Anything? Any any other things you want to add? When? Nah, I think we I think we went through literally everything we could have. <laughs> bet 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 man two and a half hours that's not bad that's actually a pretty a pretty decent area for the first pod i'm not gonna lie because that was a lot yeah. of news to go through with uh, with all lot. that shit yeah it, it, it wasn't bad it was facts man hey um shout outs to you bro no cool down podcast it, 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 we really made it bro we, we back on a full <laughs> swing bro again every episode we about to get better again i said that at the beginning we were saying now we started off a little bit bare bones but it's all good we gonna we're going to make it look ridiculous in due time. It's going to get up there. I cannot wait for the future of this, this whole project, this whole thing to, you know, go up and get crazy. Uh, literally, literally out of the blue, shout out Grizz. My man Grizz came with uh, the, the, the Twitter reply. He was like, yo, bro, get me on the show. I'm like, bro, we, let, let me get it. I'm trying to get it right. Listen, we're going to get it right. And we're going to blow this thing up before we even have guests on here, bro. I want to, yeah. I want to have it proper for before we even get guests up here. And everybody start putting everybody on here, man, getting the full scope, of everything. So, uh, the first episode is officially in the books, man. Please look out for uh, the recordings of this. I'm going to break some of these up into snippets uh, prior for the socials and all that stuff. So look out for that. When Easy, the new addition to No Cooldown, 
uh first and foremost i would like to say thank you so much it's gonna be a hell of a ride having you on here you already have like shown like yo like this the different perspective i'm like yo bro damn yo yo yes that's right i didn't even think about that you're right i'm gonna have like 18 million of those moments over the like the next like foreseeable future so please bear with me but any final notes on this first episode bro any final notes on the on this first episode no, I think we did. I think we did an awesome job. Thank you guys for having. Thank you guys for thinking of me. I, this is like my favorite thing to do is just to like think and talk about games. I'm really excited. We're gonna we're gonna make some magic. Damn right, damn right. And so if y'all do not know, you know what I'm saying. Follow at No Cooldown Pod on Twitter. Follow at No Cooldown Pod on Twitter. I'm gonna say it a third time, like Dr. Umar. Follow at No Cooldown Pod on Twitter. Uh, follow at When Easy on Twitter. Follow that man Trip on Twitter. Follow at king v i i i on twitter shout out to the creative engine he's in the back doing his damn thing you know what i'm saying uh shout outs to everybody uh we're gonna be doing this thing week on week we're gonna make it bigger and better better than ever uh we will be back again check out uh spotify check out we're gonna probably post like some on the rss as well and check out apple Podcasts in the coming weeks we're gonna have the audio versions up and yeah man episode one we in this bitch, man. We in this bitch. It's gonna be hard. Hey, yo, it's gonna be hard to stop us when we get rolling, bro. It's gonna be real hard. They they gonna have to they gonna have to take off my house like it's like a tornado in Kansas, bro. It's gonna be on some wild <laughs> shit, bro. We here, man. We here. That's episode done. We out. Catch y'all on the next one.